If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Horror Hangout podcast. A podcast where three bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condor with K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ben Arrington. I did an involuntary little weird noise at the start just then, I went, huh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> little wince. Little wince. And... Little wince, Mr. Arrington, and... <laughs> little, little wince, that's my SoundCloud, SoundCloud rapper name. <laughs> Little wince, sorry, and Mr. Big Wince, conjurer, turn of the big wince, like oh, <laughs> oh, the big wince. I'm middle wince, <laughs> middle wince, mid wince. Uh, how is how is it going? It's going well. I think it's going pretty well. Yes, yeah, all right, isn't it? Not bad yeah. at all. It's going by one about. day at a time. Nothing to complain about apart from PS Plus. I'll PS give Plus, you something. I'll give you something to complain about. <laughs> What are you for? I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> yeah. That, that, about? Is, that the, is that the last 10 years of government policy? Complaining, are you? Well. <laughs> Complaining, are you? It could be worse. It could be worse. And it will be. They're just waiting for one person to stop crying about something. Then they'll stop making everything worse. Finally, you get it. Right now, we'll put all this stuff back. We'll look so, back on these days eventually and think, oh, the good old days. So don't yeah. worry. Don't so, about it. PS the, Plus, what is the it? The biggest problem that's going on with the world is that trying to work out, like, I think we were just saying before it went across, PS Plus, the, the revamped service that PlayStation are putting out that's combining their PS Plus and PS Now offerings into one sweet, sweet smorgasbord of, you know, Game Pass competing goodness. With loads of their old games that you can just enjoy and play as well as some new ones. Um, and it should be 
because of the the rich history of the of the PlayStation and great games that are on there, should be an absolute slam dunk. But it appears that finding out what games are on there might as well solve the Zodiac murders. Easier job, less clues to have to pick out. So much red string and your notice board here trying to work out. Well, this banner logo indicates that exciting survival horror game Dino Crisis might be on there. Ben's heard some rumors from a man in an alley that the Resident Evil classics might be on there. All exciting news if there's any type of confirmation that does this. Come on, Sony. Man in an alley. (laughs) I found a a list. This is a list that's taken from the Hong Kong uh, PS Plus. But and, it, and it's just like a huge list of games. It reminds me, just looking through them, of when my uncle used to sell like chipped PlayStation games. He's like a big <laughs> list eight, of eighty like... percent of them were like, "What the hell is yeah. that?" I'll get <laughs> it. Bashy special. Yeah. <laughs> Damascus Gear, Operation Tokyo, Darksiders Genesis. I mean, the list, the list does go on and on. Fighting X Layer. These sound amazing. Whatever they are, grip. <laughs> Grip. Oh, I want. oh, I love Grip. What I want from my PS Plus back catalogue is, and we've seen some confirmations, I believe, if you um, you know, get the bones of a chicken and throw them on the floor just right, we've had confirmation that Siphon Filter is coming out there. And then from the star charts that are coming out here, we've seen a couple of other like PlayStation classics that are meant to be meant to be joining in there as well. But what I really want is Things like Vib Ribbon, which I loved on the PS1. I want that to come through there. What is it? Sorry, Vib? Oh, yeah. Vib, Vib Ribbon, Ribbon is... Oh, my God. I think Vib. I had a demo of that. I don't think I ever played it. It's like oh, a yeah. little It's like a little pencil-drawn bunny rabbit that skips along a line to music. And you press a little button, and they navigate different shapes that are on the line. And that sounds terrible, but it's not. It's the best game. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but Andy can confirm it's not. The, the yeah. best game. Yeah. Abe's Odyssey. Oh, Oh, Odyssey. I, that, I had a demo of that. On the, was that on the first PS demo disc? Yeah, it was on a PS demo disc as well. Yeah, just go on the screen and do his saying hello. Hey, oh, yo, hey, yo. Yeah. <laughs> what a game. So, uh, yeah, we'll, hopefully... we'll understand more about that. And hopefully that will facilitate some of the conversations we were hoping to have about some classic horror games, right? Especially the Resident Evil series, if they could get them on there. Oh, yeah. Especially trophy like um, support on there as well. That'd be That's cool. That's all the to, like, excuse I need trophy. to play them again. You mixed your first herb. Well done. Have a little, like that. Have a little badge that did that. And also old games. So no need to play against children who are better than me at video games on the internet. So get in. There we go. Just uh, mm. compete against yourself. Yeah, just against the game. Like the good old days. None of this forced social interaction. Do you think I got video games because I want to meet new people? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wowzers. Uh, I guess, well, should we go straight in? That's kind of horror news. There's some horror games in a bit of news. Um, Horror newsy stuff. I'm going to notice this little snippet, and I thought I would bring it up mainly for you, Luke, because I know you've watched Mm. it recently. Uh, Andy, I think you're a fan as well. I've never seen it, but a prequel to Supernatural uh, called The Winchesters is going to premiere this fall just in time for Halloween, and there's a first look with a trailer and pictures and oh, stuff. How, how much of a prequel are we talking? Is it like Muppet Babies style? Are they <laughs> they're really tiny little Winchesters? Uh, I don't know. Prequel. Meg Donnelly plays Mary, a 19 years old, been fighting the forces of darkness since she was a child. Uh, is that anyone? Oh, it'll tell the epic story of how Sam and Dean's parents 
John and Mary met and had he put it all on the line, not only to save their love, but the entire world, which we assume they do. They do save the entire world. Because it goes on. There's a there's a whole multiverse aspect in Supernatural as well. So it could be. Oh, there you go. They could be from a universe where it doesn't go all right. Yeah. I mean, th- that's funny because they've taken like two of the more boring characters and like, let's make a show out of them. Maybe they were more interesting when they were younger. In, you know what I mean? in this other universe, they could oh, be. And that's See, in this universe, they're interesting. They have to sacrifice their interestingness to save the world. Yeah. You guys are going to be dead. Get. You're going to be dead boring from now on, but it would be <laughs> saved. Let the world burn. All right. I want to still be interested. <laughs> and then the point might make points like, oh, come on. You say that, but you know, ready salted and vanilla, they're so ubiquitous because they're good, they're popular. Don't give me that shit that they're boring. Get on. Uh, these characters are very boring. <laughs> I want boring. some ready salted flavor ice cream and some vanilla flavored crisps. Oh, okay, horrible. so what you're saying, so ready salted, I use that as like the vanilla of crisps. Yeah. Uh, and it's you're saying it's plain, but it's like really popular. Yeah, so what, people what are would saying that like, because safe. Boring flavor be that's um not also popular so not so no one boring. likes it and it's boring <laughs> or, or uh, it's like middle uh, a, re- a reasonable amount of people could like it and it's boring water flavor mm. <laughs> <laughs> water. i guess so that's probably a good one because i mean it's not the best if, if anyone's going to drink anything they go for a kind of coke or something tell you what though if you want the worst flavor, and it shouldn't be, this is like an anomaly of the whole situation here. If I could turn back to our old friend, Mr. Kipling, and his French fancies. Oh, yeah. You never yeah. want the brown one, do you? No, the worst. What's going situation. on in the brown one? It's just. I mean, chocolate it's... universally loved all over the world is chocolate. But when you compare it to. White cream other, inside. When you compare it to the other two <laughs> types of French fancy. Not as good. I mean, I won't be sick. It's not horrible. It's not just... ashes in my mouth, but it's... <laughs> is it just full of flavourless white cream? Just... I enjoy flavourless white cream. Most yeah. creams that are flavoured or flavourless, I enjoy. Yeah, you enjoy a good what uh, whip, whipping cream? Uh, uh, clot- double, clotted double, cream. Double cream? Clotted cream is, is, is up there, but that's not flavourless. It's like that's... scabbed cream. <laughs> scabbed mm. cream? I like Scabby to cra- peel off... Peel off the scab first before I eat it. Uh, anyway, the Winchesters, you're gonna you're gonna yeah. watch, watch that or just gonna avoid that? Just go. Depends what flavor yeah. they are. Depends if they announce what flavor they'll be, then I'll, I'll think about it. Two yeah. clotted cream Winchesters, um, <laughs> saving the world from supernatural things. To be fair, plain, like all plain scones, <laughs> the boring scone. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, here's some pictures that have been released, and it's just people standing about. Do you know what I mean? I want to see some gifts. Yeah, I want to see some <laughs> gifts. I want to see some monsters. I want to see some action. I want to see some romance. I want to see just like a man in a jacket standing at the side of the road. He's doing it'd some be, admin. It'd be interesting. Look at- I hope they lean into the more fun horror aspects of, of Supernatural. Because like they do really go all out with the special effects and um and like the gore and stuff. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what that is. But I'm enjoying Buffy at the minute. That's kind of hitting that oh spot. yeah how's that how's that coming yeah. along not to spoil the what you're watching but you know how's buffy coming what series we on uh middle of season two i think okay um steady progress you haven't been, you haven't been drawn into a binge there's been some great episodes so far there's been an episode that made me think of starro you know uh oh, okay. um there's like so a squad. big beast 
like a big octopus thing under the school and it's putting little octopus things on people's backs and making them kill people. Yeah, it, it, and bloody you can tell James Gunn <laughs> and Joss Whedon come from a similar school of uh, uh, entertainment, let's say. They have similar ideas. All read a lot of Grant Morrison books growing up. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, yeah, so ignore all that, what I just said. What, what was the news? What's the other uh, news? The other news is Stranger Things 4 is oh, out yeah. on Friday. Um, Didn't Millie Bobby of... Brown say, kill me now? You want to be killing people? <laughs> yeah, kill me now, is that what she said? Well, she I said, like, that... I want to be killed up on the show. Yeah, do it. I, so I, saw, I saw a list of, like, episode lengths for this, and I think, like, the final episode, I don't know if it's in Volume 1 or Volume 2, was, like, two and a half hours long. So yeah. I think that's the, like I think that's meant of... to be the, the, the finale of both series I, I read. Okay. It's gonna be okay. like like film length. And actually two and a half hours, that's big film length. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of strange content. Are you guys gonna be diving straight into this? Um consuming all the all the Hawkins flavoured goodness? I think so. I mean they do my best it? not to Sorry. it's Friday. I think it's out like Friday, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna do my best not to smash it all into my face because they're releasing it in two parts right so i assume they're doing season one drop and then season then part two drop later part two's like later i think maybe like july. july yeah, yeah. it's you say drop like a mic drop hey yeah, guys, yeah. A... it's been dropped like i'm just standing i'm standing oh, thank you sir <laughs> i mean that's like exactly what it is water bottle, like a little hamster <laughs> yeah. give me that sweet sweet content please straight into my mouth hole and eye holes I'm looking um, forward to it. Um, I think we might watch it straight away because it's rare that Karen is excited for a TV show, but she even said when we were out with the dogs earlier, oh, Stranger Things is out Friday. So oh. that is the most enthusiastic response for a TV series ever. Isn't Obi-Wan out Friday as well? Hello there. Yes. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Which Hello. one will I watch Hello. first? <laughs> I um, <laughs> also uh, love Death and Robots. I've oh my God, yeah. That. yeah. God. I've not started that. Jesus, that's three, started, three yeah. things at the I've same time. I've just got past the, the love episodes. I'm just moving on to the death episodes now. And the last nice. couple will be about a robot. <laughs> yeah, A robot. Uh, yeah, very, very exciting. I liked Stranger Things Series 3 probably the most out of all of them, yeah. I think. So I'm keen to see where Season 4 goes. Now, remind me, is this... Is it that this is the last, This these two parts are the last ones, or is there one more that they're doing and then that's the last one? I think these two parts are the last one. These are the these last two parts. I think so, yeah. I can't so at the end of this, in the end of July, everyone must either be dead or all of their problems are solved forever. Yeah. Mm. The upside down. I bet it'll still end on some sort of ridiculous cliffhanger. Everything's fine. And then it'll we turned it the right world. way up, but then the regular world's upside down. Oh, no. No. Yeah. It will end with Eleven having a nosebleed and then fixing the problem. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Eleven. Oh, these get bloody... worse. <laughs> there we go. This is going to uh, evolve into twelve in this in this <laughs> season. <laughs> well, like a Pokemon. A final form. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also a trailer for a movie called Beast, starring Idris Elba battling a hungry lion. Um, oh, yeah. I've I've not watched the I've not watched the trailer, but. It says, this film is a bit like Predator, only with a bloodthirsty lion as the villain. Um, and of course, Idris <laughs> Elba punches the lion in the face. Nice. Uh, nice. Have that. 
You fucking beat him up like that. Beat him up like that door at the at the first episode of Luther when he finds out his wife and he goes, no, 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 no. That's how he beats. <laughs> yeah. Smashes it up like a cheap office door. Speaking it's of that, uh, Idris. Oh, go on, go on. It's set in South Africa. Shato Copley's in it because it's in South Africa. Um, yeah, and I'm assuming it's like just yeah, just a monster movie or an animal attack movie uh, with a lion. Cujo with a lion, which is slightly more scary. <laughs> Burning bright with a lion. Instead Burning of a bright with a lion. You, you know with Burning bright? Yeah. I'll imagine Burning bright. Except it's outside and there's a lion. <laughs> it's outside. There's no hurricane. Quite, in fact, weather's quite the stakes nice. are lower. <laughs> <laughs> stakes are far lower. <laughs> there we go. What were you going to say? Talking of, talking of Idris. Talking of Idris, there's the other trailer that came out. Uh, yeah. George Miller of the Mad Max variety has a trailer up something called in something like 3,000 years of longing. Is that right? Longing, yeah. Uh, and it's about a woman... What's her name? Tilda uh, Swinton. Tilda Swinton. And she <laughs> finds a genie bottle, like the Aladdin genie bottle. Okay. Um, and it was plays a genie. And it looks kind of... And he comes out bonkers. and punches her in the face. <laughs> oh, fuck, get it back in my fucking lap, you slag. <laughs> Uh, it looks. Have you watched the trailer for it? No, I saw, I saw the poster. It, I, want to, I want to catch the trailer for that. I'd, I'd be up for that. It looks a lot more interesting than uh, I think you might think it might look. Perfect opportunity to revisit. Maybe the best description of anything. Perfect opportunity to revisit Wishmaster. Like genies. Oh, right. Yeah. I think well, we'd of wow. all the horror situations yeah. that we could that, that we could find ourselves in as horror podcasters. I think that we'd probably do best in a wish wishmaster scenario because do you think they would let us do a wishmaster podcast? Like I don't mean like a horror hangout podcast. Use the IP for for um doing like a series. Yeah, like yeah, you should. You should do it because it's not like a big series, is it? I mean, yeah, they'd let you have it. That's why. Why not? Dear dear wishmaster IP people, we would do or leprechaun. A really excellent. What would you do? We try. We try hard. Leprechaun. Uh, uh, Leprechaun's getting a reboot anyway, so that might be on the yeah. way. Um, Don't want to tread on anyone's toes. Yeah, we already said the other week what we do with that. We 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 do. Um, yeah, they were saying, "Oh, I had to get Warwick Davis, but so I'll get Jennifer Aniston." If we can just promise things. Um, but yeah. with um, with yeah. the Wishmaster, I think in the fictional scenario where we. The three of us were fighting horror monsters. I think it's the one we would do best in because I don't know about you two, but I love wordplay and semantics. That'd be great. <laughs> and have a great time. Just give me a minute, Wishmaster. I'm just thinking. I wish you were. I wish you were a goodie. They'd be like, oh fuck. All right then. Granted, <laughs> no, no bad consequences ever again. There he goes. He'd find a way around it, wouldn't he? Yeah, so, uh, I wish you were a really good bloke, and you would never do anything bad to hurt anyone ever. And that's your first wish sorted. Then the rest of them. Um, well, that's how it ends. That's the end of the story. Nailed it. <laughs> the rest of it is just me having a lovely time. <laughs> Two hours of Andy having a lovely time. And he's going, oh, can you, can you help these people? I, said, oh, I don't want it to be one of my wishes. There. Oh, sorry, I'm a nice guy now, so I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. There you <laughs> go. Don't want to guilt trip anyone into it. Just go and help. Do the right thing. I think, um, I, I think you could do, seriously, you could do a really fun fiction series with Wishmaster because it's kind of timeless. All the chaos you can do, as well. Yeah. You don't have to show anything. But budget free. So, yeah, oh, it's horrible. Oh, look at that. Oh, if only you could see it. 
Oh, oh bloody hell. You know, I tell you what, you see this, you'd have nightmares. <laughs> Worst thing you've ever seen. <laughs> Just characters go. Lovecraft oh. style. It's indescribable. Lovecraft. Oh, yeah, undes- unnamable, <laughs> undescribable horrors. In unnamable. Front of me. Oh, it's chunking. It's chunking big, that. Oh, oh, I tell you what, if you saw <laughs> this, you'd go mad. Where did, you that, where did that thing come out? That, where did that all? What? Who? Just uh, <laughs> just great audio content, people. That just are... flaming hell. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, sorry, what were you talking about a second ago? Stone the crows, <laughs> blood and uh, stomach pills. This is nasty. I can't remember. But last thing I was going to mention is that we got a look at, not horror, but still, hor- hor- could be horrific. Uh, we got a look at Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher in Thor Love and yeah. Thunder. What did you say when you saw him? Blooming hell, if you saw this guy. Oh, <laughs> oh Gore the God Butcher. Is Gore, what I said. Gore blimey. Gore, Gore, Gore blimey. blimey. That's what you said. In Christian your Bale. I actually worked for Christian Bale. Gore blimey on Christian Bale. Gore, oh, fuck get, get that light out of my face, you motherfucker. That's how these Thor's catches are. Good for you. <laughs> good for yeah. you. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Got your hammer back. Great. <laughs> I uh, yeah. don't know how I feel about Gore. I mean, I've literally just read all the, the comics, which. Yeah, you really enjoyed them, right? I need on. to watch them. And it's. Um, them. <laughs> watch them by reading the words. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of looks like it captures a lot of that energy, but very much lighter, much lighter in tone. And I don't know how I feel about that grey scale stuff with the yellow eyes at the end. Did you see that? Yeah. It seems yeah. almost like there's some weird dreamy, dreamy sequency bits. I don't know. It reminded me of that a bit. That yeah. sort of aesthetic. Um, but obviously they've not gone too heavy on the prosthetics because they still want it in recognisable, didn't they, as, as old Christian Bale. So, Gore's got a really weird face in the, in the comments. He's like got tentacles yeah. and he's got a Voldemort nose. So you know he's evil. Anyone who knows is pure evil. Your evil. Uh, that is that is it for um, horror news. So Big old horror anybody, news. Anybody seen any anything worth mentioning? Uh, I yeah, a couple of things. Uh, choose or die, which I think you've both watched. I have not seen Choose uh, or Die yet. I was busy mm-hmm. Saturday, so I didn't get to catch it with the rest of you. But I do want to watch it still. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I really like slating of it. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what Ben said. I think he said it was the worst yeah, thing he's he ever he's seen. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. He's like, I would rather watch Venom eight times than <laughs> this, which I also hated. I think um, so. The setup's quite cool. So it's like they have this old, um, not text adventure, whatever the um, the term is for those games. You know what I mean? One yeah, of the green ones. text, old yeah, games, text based adventure. Isn't that yeah, um, and then I, whether it makes you actually kind of have it forces reality to happen in that way around it which is cool at first but then i don't know i it gets a bit a bit too um silly it gets a bit too demon headmaster for me what i mean by that is like a brit it's very british tv kids kids horror i think we said this last time i think when ben mentioned it i'm not sure if it was on the show or not like it feels like something that should be set in Britain in the 1980s, but it isn't. Mm. It's American, isn't it? Or Canadian or North American, effectively. I think it might be an English director or filmmaker who made it. Um, Just done it here. Save yourself the airfare. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's okay. Uh, I wouldn't rush out to watch it. No. Uh, mm. Shan't then. 
Don't Seven rush times. out. Yeah. Um, I, there's some stuff in the finale which I think was kind of interesting, where it was like, yeah, it's got Eddie Marsan in it as well, so that's that's always fun. Yeah. Do you feel uh, that is the game? Does the game itself, you know, say it twists and it does the reality? Does it wishmaster it a bit, where it really takes a lean into misinterpreting what they said? I saw in the trailer, it's like, do you want her to clean that glass up? And she goes, yeah, and she eats it. Said, well, I didn't. That bit, that bit's the best. Just scene clean it film. up. I oh, did say clean it up. Yeah, clean it up sensibly. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I think that's the only time that happens. I mean, the rest it of the time. Bit, it felt a bit low budget as well. A lot of stuff was happening like off screen. Like people were interacting with, like having a phone call with someone going, no, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, really God, you can't, I won't believe you. If you were there, you saw this. What's that? Jesus. What's happening? You're being <laughs> killed. Blame your neck. Oh. <laughs> it is a bit like First that, on the phone, she's in right trouble. <laughs> I've been killed. High stakes, oh. but not for the main character. For everyone else. Hmm. Um, I, uh, what were you saying, Ben? You saw something else? Uh, what did I see? I so I saw I watched the fan footage phenomenon documentary on Shudder. Oh, how is was... that? Is it another? Is it the same powerful length as your um? No, no, it was a much, It was a much more consumable length. Um, it was like I, I guess like an hour and forty-five. Um, it doesn't feel like the most definitive exploration of the genre. I think there are still a few omissions, but it's pretty extensive into some of the films it covers and some of the filmmakers it talks to, and it definitely convinced me to add some films that I've never seen before to my watch list. So I'm like, oh, really anything, right. um, anything coming to mind? What is this? Um, so I'd never seen the McPherson tape, that UFO. Oh, okay. Heard of that? Of that? No. That's no. Appar- apparently that, one that's of the. That's my list. I can't now. One of like the earliest. Well, I don't know about earliest, but definitely one that sort of mm. like took advantage. I think it's early, late eighties, early nineties. Obviously, talk about Cannibal Holocaust, which came before that. But this is more like um like a classic alien invasion thing, and then it kind of talks about how obviously a lot of found footage films. In, in the early days sort of lent into the old Orson Welles War of the Worlds thing where they're like trying to con- essentially convince convince the world that this is this is real but you know mm-hmm. um, so, something else called Man Bites Dog or oh like yeah that. a French film right yeah I've actually seen French... it I've heard, I've heard it's really good yeah um, that looks really interesting it's sort of like a killer just on the loose and someone's sort of filming it there's a documentary crew filming mm. everything that's happening and then it kind of uh, ends up that they're getting involved and in participating in the murders as well to try and make their film more shocking. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely want it. Man bites dog. Did I say that? Right. Did I say yeah, yeah. Bites? Man bites dog. That's uh, but but, but yeah, there, list. there are a few a few others as well. Um, I'll need to go go and I did write a few of them down, so I'll go and find find this. But it's definitely worth checking out. You know, if you want to sort of find out about the history of it, there's the filmmaker of Paranormal Paranormal Activity discussing it as well. Um. So yeah, oh, that Lots sounds good. Cool. Yeah. I know Lots it's more you saying about Man Bites Dog and it being about like a killer and the documentary crew kind of following it. I I always thought of it more as mockumentary than found footage. We should really do um, the Rise of Leslie Vernon at some point. Such yeah, a fun, oh, yeah, such a fun movie. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and on one of the films on there, which was covered quite extensively, was Troll Hunter as well. Oh, yes. is that why you suggested it earlier? Yeah, so I think we've been discussing covering it on the podcast um, before, so I think we're going to do it next month if uh, yeah. you guys are up for that. That'll yeah, be a good one to do. Yeah. Sounds lovely. What about you, Andy? You um, 
not too much in the way of horror. They all I've all I've watched this week is then I've you know been just blitzing a couple more series. I finished Halo. Um, pretty good. Like I really enjoyed oh, it. Like it, it depends Halo. on yeah yeah it's it's a really odd number like nine nine episodes in the first season. I think we talked about it before. Like there are some fairly horrific and like quite violent action scenes in there, <laughs> but. Uh, I think people's mileage has been very variable based on like if you really love the games, it's not the same enough. Takes his hat off, doesn't it? Takes yeah, his... takes his hat off straight away. But there's got some really nice like character building moments in there. Is some good action, and I think it sets up really well for a second season, which has been mm. greenlit already. But it's a satisfying season in itself, and there's some good action. Like it was a bit of VPN juggling and stuff to to see it. Um, you know, through some friends in the US over this season, but it's good. To, like when we get a proper release, yeah, definitely worth, um, definitely worth picking up and, and checking that out. Are there banshees in it. That was always my favorite. Um, is there, I think there is a banshee in it. Yeah, and like all the vehicles in it, all the different, um, you know, all the different aliens in it as well. You've got the little, the fun little grunts. Got loads of cool elites. Got the big, those big mean rillers. They turn up as well. Like it's really good. Like they don't they don't hold back on the action and stuff, and you get all of the cool guns. Like the there's one Spartan who's very keen. Like in an early episode, like minor minor non important spoiler for Halo, I guess. But in an early scene, one of like their squad mates talks about those needlers that they that oh, they yeah. have, yeah. and then in some of the later episodes, he just gets the opportunity to get one, and he's so excited, picks up this big needle and then starts spraying these needles at all of the all of the That's enemies. Awesome. It's a lot of fun. That's a great weapon. Yeah. Yeah, and still, I'm still playing Halo Infinite as well, which continues to be very good. I haven't had much time to play anything. Other than that, um, I guess a slight veer into the world of horror and just weird altered reality. I watched Chip and Dale the other day, the remake of that, that's the sort of reboot from Lonely Island that's on Disney Plus. And it has the, the greatest horror that ever encountered humanity in the last few years. Ugly Sonic is in it, um, Ugly which Sonic is finally so... gets his moment to shine. Yeah. so so well used um it's a bit like if um sorry guys if i get tweets now i'm coming at some favorites it's like things like if ready player one and the new space jam were done by people that like cared about making references that were actually well placed rather than just there being a lot of them um, is, is that a character from a Clockwork Orange in uh, Space Jam? In, in yes, a basketball game. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right. Yeah, are they really? Why in? not? Yeah, we own the IP. Yeah. Milk, milk. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, classic, yeah. family-friendly droops. Everybody loves, <laughs> and all the kids in the cinema recognised them. Well, there they are. There's one of them holding a big clay penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the the big clay penis is on the other team of the basketball <laughs> game. No, like I I thought it was very well. Like the Lonely Island guys always do, yeah. like really good stuff. But it was, it was it's a fun little movie. Is that and actually darker than you'd expect. It has some Roger Rabbit vibes towards the end, which I will dark, always yeah. I'll always be there for. Mm. Not quite that dark, What's perhaps, the, but uh, some pretty dark moments. The goop or whatever it's called when he's dipping the dip. There. The dip, that's it. And he's got the, the cartoon shoe. Yeah, it's horrible. So that was horrific, I remember seeing yeah. it on TV once, and it was yeah. it was actually edited out. Too horrific for television. Oh, wow. Also, when he um, gets flattened and he his he eyes gets up and he's all spindly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Never thought, never yeah. thought that in like you know a genuine line 
in a family in a family movie featuring Disney and Warner Brothers cartoons. Remember me, Eddie, when I killed your brother. <laughs> I talked just like this. Oh, and he sounds like bouncing across the room towards him. The springy, oh, this, yeah. yeah. Genuinely Remember, terrifying. I've seen his how voice sounded it. just like this. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do that as a bonus episode. We can, you yeah. know, we got away. We've got away with less horrific things. <laughs> murder, <laughs> murder mystery horror film. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's it, that's it from me. Apart from the movie of the week, I've watched one more thing I want to talk about. If, if yeah, no, that's okay. That's you okay. go. Uh, I don't know why I, I couldn't sleep the other night, and I've stuck on Predator Two. Oh, it's on uh, Disney Plus. And this, I, I I'm under the impression that this film isn't held into in, in such high regard, but I think it's amazing. I don't think it's amazing. <laughs> Hang on, let me reel that back a little bit. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's um, I don't yeah, know. It's great. got everything you want for a Predator sequel. It's got um, I, you know, I'm a big Robocop fan, and I think yeah. maybe one of the vibes that people don't like is it's kind of a, a ludicrous amount of violence and gang warfare in LA. But I'm like, this feels like it sits in the same universe as Robocop. Just people mm-hmm. getting shot like crazy. Loads of people are snorting like giant amount of cocaine, <laughs> uh, and then there's like a, a predator on the loose in the city. Um, big coked up one. Just like jumping around at the cityscapes, like Spider Man and, and gutting people and attacking. There's like um, um, reefer smoking gangsters who worship voodoo uh, magic yeah. and stuff. It's like loads of like <laughs> King Willie in it who gets his head uh, chopped off pretty quick. But it's got loads of really cool stuff. If if you if you like Predator, I feel like I could watch this film more often than I can watch the first one because the first one. Is a is a, a more hearty experience, and this is quite like just a fun. It's like a bowl of crisps. It's like a big bowl of crisps, yeah. all different flavors in there, or just already salted. And then there's a couple of different flavors in there. What are these? You can't it's even work like, it out. It's because like a Worcester sauce one here of all flavors. <laughs> Blimey, yeah. Um, Can you describe it? <laughs> Danny Glover's great in it. Bill Paxton's great in it. Um, Gary Busey in that one. Say again, sorry, Gary Busey. Yeah. He's great. He's fantastic. Um, and also the, the whole vibe of when Danny Glover is just hunting the predator and they're going through the city and they go deeper and they go to smash through this building into one woman's bathroom uh, and then they run away and go down into um, into the tunnels, into the tube stations uh, and you find a spaceship there. Just It's just awesome. I mean, it, I don't know if all of the effects have hold up, but... It's, it is... Predator 2 that like began like certainly in a film sense the whole the, the, the cinematic universe, alien v a, alien v predator right the whole... was there a cinematic universe before this and the way they kind of hinted at the universes oh, yeah of course uh, together it's got a big big alien the, skull and then the traditional predator moment if you beat a predator yeah. you get some tap from his mates the elders yeah. go oh, you get some shit on this old gun i picked up a car boot sale <laughs> no nah, i mean not really take when it you, when you think of predator movies I feel like this is the one that's actually tried to do something fairly different. Like, uh, I, don't, I can't really remember The Predator or Predators that well. But I feel this one is the only one that doesn't take place in the woods. It takes place in, in the concrete jungle. Um, and I don't know, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just a really fun watch. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> I've, got, I've got time for Predator 2. We should really... 
but like we're so close of all the franchises in the world. Yeah. We're I think Alien and Predator, the ones that we've almost done all of them. There are just now we've done the two AVP movies, there are what yeah. three that we haven't done? I don't know why I'm I'm just in the mood for that. So I've also started listening to the um the novelization of the first alien uh, for some reason. It's just oh, nice. it's pretty unaudible, so I just started listening to it. I'm just really in the mood for more of that that universe at the minute. Sort of grim sci-fi action-y horror stuff. Yeah, what do you call that universe? Because you've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe, AVP universe, I guess. Well, they're about to, sorry, all over the place. They're looping back into news. Marvel are about to launch certain, I think it's, I think it might be June. They're uh, alien, because they have the rights to do the comics now because of because oh, yeah. Disney. Uh, they're, they're alien their Alien series is about to start their ongoing where I saw a brief synopsis of it. It's leaning into, I guess, some of the things we see from Alien Resurrection where synthetics are looking for their own rights and the kind of a separation from humans. Yeah. And in it, it's about a colony of synthetics who are separate from people who are approached by a group of humans that want them to go into deeply xenomorph-infested territory to retrieve mystery item for them because as you see from i guess from bishop in aliens xenomorphs don't register don't register synthetics as it's something they will attack oh, unless yeah. they're actively attacking them so they want them to go in and yeah. get whatever this thing is for them and that's the you know that's the setup for this series and i was i'm pretty hooked in by that i think there's some interesting things you can do with it do we know who's yeah. writing that uh not off the top of my head i'd have to look it up Interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for well, I mean it's like uh there's all the novels and there's also there's the novelizations and then there's a William Gibson novelization of Alien Three and then there's like tons of extra books as well. Expanded universe. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. And then you've got all of the, the Dark Horse stuff with the crossovers as well. Oddly enough, not yeah. with DC stuff. There must be a Robocop versus Predator. I think I have a Batman versus Predator comic. Batman versus Predator. Yeah, Batman versus Predator yeah. for sure. And there's Robocop versus Terminator. There's Superman versus Aliens, which is pretty good. Yeah. Green Lantern versus Aliens is good as well. Okay. That's, inter- that's an interesting matchup. Cool. Um, there we go. Anything else, Ben, on your side? Nope. Nothing from me. The Boyds. The, the Boyds. Boyd. Hey, some kind of Boyd. Uh, the Boyds. This is the earliest released movie we've done for. Oh, I'm just butchering that. This is like so. A film from the '60s. When did we last do a film from the '60s? Ages. And yeah. second Alfred Hitchcock movie we've done as well, which is uh, good. Good. Mm. We're such a highbrow podcast. Yeah, we we cover all of the classics here on Horror Hangout. It's not all yeah. Psycho. Uh... The Boyds. <laughs> Psycho, The Birds, um, Alone in the Dark by Uvi Boll. Uh, that's, the, that's the top three of all yeah. the movies that we cover. Okay, so yeah. The Birds is a 1963 American horror thriller film produced and directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, it's loosely based on the 1952 horror story of the same name by Daphne du Maurier. Um, A wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small Northern Californian town that slowly takes a turn for the bazaar when birds of all kinds suddenly begin to attack people. They've had enough. They're fighting back. 
Birds versus human war. <laughs> Again. I want you to go as quietly as possible. Do not make a sound until I tell you to run. Then run as quickly as you can. Now, does everybody understand? Yes, All right, John, you lead the way. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing this? What are you? Where did you come from? I think you're evil. Take it easy, lady. There isn't a bird anywhere in sight. Uh, yeah, this film is held in high regard. 95% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, and 83% on the audience score. And that's from the audience versus critics universe. Um, 7.7 .7 out of 10 on IMDb, 3.7 out of 5 on Letterboxd. And I've got a choice review here from Brandon Reese who said, my dad showed me this when I was a kid, and when it gets to the part where they show the woman with her eyes pecked out, he went, whoops, looked over at me and saw that I'd already seen it, and then went, oh, well, three stars. And then his now, eyes out. Then pecked his eyes out, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Birds make bloody weird noises in this film. So they, they, noise so they even like din. DJ record scratches or cats. I thought it sounded like cats a lot. I'm yeah. fucking down. Jesus. So she does waving. You start windmilling, wouldn't you? You start windmilling. Like just as long <laughs> oh, as you yeah. could. Or just open the door properly rather than just doing the, <laughs> the worst door fumble ever. <laughs> trying to get in eyes, like, <laughs> would they pet would they pet your knob off, Jack, if you were in a state of undress? They'd have it off about within seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you just got out of the shower and there's a bird attacked. <laughs> yeah, oh no, please, not my knob. <laughs> get, get a towel on, Ben, quick. Any bird well, gets to win. It's my own fault because they thought it was a maggot. Only <laughs> <laughs> bird gets the worm. So the early, first, the first bird that arrives there, he's come is in. That, <laughs> is that a maggot on your lap? <laughs> God. Not only have they gone to war with humans, but they're starting off by really nagging you. Walk in. All right, Ben. <laughs> it's all the different types. If anything, this film is is a feel-good film about no matter what the birds look like or what you know species of bird they are, they come together in their yeah. hatred of the human race. If we could do that, I mean that's the message maybe that Alfred was trying to teach us all. If we could just come together. Be a pigeon or yeah. crow or or big old big old seagull or that bird. You're right. If we could just pull together like the birds, we could take over. The <laughs> we, we could we could fuck everyone else up as well. <laughs> it's only like those type of birds. You don't see like a little awkward little blue tip. So it's good. I'll get you as well. Oh, there's some sparrows that get down the chimney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, well, yeah, I mean, don't see like peacocks or anything. <laughs> Oh god! What about the pheasants? Like the suicide bombers over here, taking out cars. Yeah. <laughs> right. I in countries well. like like, I mean, we'll talk about this. Like, I feel like there are there are so many cues this film that you can draw the the red piece to string when you're not tracking mm. the Sony back catalogue releases. You could use it to track the lineage of the birds, and I think one of the greatest legacies of this is films like. Um, like quiet place now there's like some kind of global event that's unfolding 
And this is the yeah. very start of it. And it's not, it's not <clears throat> the president and it's not the, you know, the most important people in the world that are going to solve it and make a difference necessarily. It's one particular group of people and how they're experiencing this. Um, I think that's great. That's a great bit of, I think that's a great comparison for yeah. the quiet place. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, um, I got attacked by a bird once. You, have you guys been attacked by birds before? Been, uh, been like shat on by a bird or vomed on. Yeah. Not yeah, like is it attacked. You get dive bombed. No, I was uh, I went for a run around uh, these docks where I used to work and they were all like blocked off. I, and with like signs that don't enter and I thought nah it's fine I hope you just go through here and I had my headphones I was listening to a podcast and I heard it, like some like uh, some hissing sound on my in my headphones I was like what's that and I was running just imagine me running yeah. and I turned to my left and I saw like this geese goose flying right, right next to me and it turned and looked at me at the same time as I looked at it <laughs> <laughs> no idea <laughs> and then you kissed and it, it was like hissing like going crazy at me because oh. i think i think maybe they had babies around there maybe that's why it was all kind of cool did, did the birds put the hat what was the handwriting like did the birds put the it sign was, pretty up? Bad. was it was it men? yeah it's awful the... yeah it's definitely pecked on older this in your beak is that been pecked on crew what happened did oh. you, did, did, you get, top, did you get my knob you got away <laughs> it'll lose fit in shorts on goose's neck straight up the leg well, if you're gonna take something, just take my number, right? Leave me alone. Leave <laughs> even, these these shorts aren't suitable for swimming. There's no inner netting. You've got no protection whatsoever. No inner netting. <laughs> if you go away from anything, um, listeners, always get a shorts with an inner netting. It's like a string vest, but for your cock and balls. Yeah. It's all it's all you need for you. I prefer to think protection. of string vests as like in a pants netting, but for your, for for your, your top off. For your torso. Yeah. For just your skin. Yeah. It's like some ball netting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't say I've ever been attacked by a bird in that sense. And but you peeled out another one. Imagine in this film the carnage if the waterfowl had been involved. Yeah. Geese, swans, OP. they can break your arm before there's a war on. And they um and you can't hear back of the... them like <laughs> Dragging dogs under into ponds and stuff. Is that just made up? Where they knock a dog out and they. He was taking swans with octopuses there. <laughs> they knock a dog out. Swans can head, drag things, surely. And then they drag it into the pond mm. and eat it. And eat you it. Also, you can't punch they a swan because the, the queen would be fuming. Oh, you see, that'd be the that'd be the make, remake of the birds, the queen getting done by swans. Is she is the queen whilst it's still happening? Them. She's on a throne. Professor X style, you wear her crowns like Cerebro. <laughs> to me, my to all of the all of the birds. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's actually gets them. That's actually fights back. I want that version now. <laughs> I'm desperate for that version. Swans are weird as well because they've got like prehensile necks. Yeah, like they could they could use them like an extra arm, like a monkey's tail. So like. One, two swans could wrap their arms like their necks around your arms and hold you and then you'd be defenseless for one like pecked you in the stomach Boy, like, oh. appears to be gone I've got no defense right in the belly button they look like they could um like butter bread that's not probably the only bird that could butter bread right because I mean, what <laughs> other bird yeah exactly I mean, yeah it's a fantastic point i've never ever given a second thought but there we go 
and a swan they could like hide they could like when they're going along they'd be like aircraft carriers or like little amphibious <laughs> landing craft they could hide like a load of hummingbirds under their arms yeah and then they'd get out and they'd open their wings up and they're, like, they'd, cut, they'd all fly out like little missiles yeah what we don't see is on this on this film all the birds are being driven by even smaller birds like little yeah. planes <sighs> little dog parts of humans yeah Little tiny hummingbirds with little goggles on, just sitting on their backs, little wren's. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, have yeah. Got, have you got? Have you got? <laughs> anyway, any... this is a mad film. Have you got, <laughs> any... have you got reviews and stuff? You just have uh, the one. Have you got any other choice enough. reviews? Yeah, just, just that one with a with a guy who got his eyes pecked out by his dad. Oh yeah, you've already said that. Sorry, he wouldn't give it your... a five, but he took a star out for each eye. Mm. Yeah, each lie is lost. Yeah. Well, it would be an eyeless. You wouldn't have been able to see necessarily which of the stars he was pressing on. Yeah, exactly. We'll yeah. never know his rating. Um, so the cast, just a load of, uh, don't recognise many of them myself, uh, but it's, I guess these are all big actors at the time. Tippy Hedren. Tippy Hedren. That's a Tippi great old timey name, Tippy Hedren. Who's Tippy Hedren? Oh, Tippy Hedren played Manny Daniel. Okay, so he plays the main. She's still, she's still alive, still going, 92 years old. Good on you, Tippy. Good Excellent old timey name and middle name. Middle time. name is Toes. Tippy Toes. <laughs> you um, never, you never are coming. <laughs> oh, always, out, Tippy. always sneaking. It's actually getting away from the again. birds at the end. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Rod Mitch Taylor Brenner is Mitch Brenner. Mitch Brenner. This character looks like he could be easily like fifty. But I bet you something ridiculous, like when this was made. He's 22. When he was made, <laughs> he was 33 years old. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if that's shocking. That's shocking to me. I feel like he's younger than us. Younger, well, certainly younger than me now. Uh, he's like a bank manager. <laughs> he's a lawyer in this. He's a serious man. Serious lawyer and misogynist. Potentially. Uh, oh, <laughs> say right? misogynist. Professional misogynist. If you go into a LinkedIn shop, right? profile, <laughs> go into a shop, right, and you take the right piss at some woman, right, and you talk to her like shit, make her feel this big, make her feel this big. Guaranteed, she'll be, she'll follow you to wherever uh, you go after. Yeah, she'll she, follow you. But, um, to be, to be fair to him, she did start it by busting that window before the film started. Yeah, like he's uh, getting, he's getting it back, even though he doesn't know it. He's just on the jury, right? In... He's the he's a he's a lawyer, but he saw. It. Let's get to the start of it, right? So this film begins in a in a bird shop where we're all good where, films start. Yeah, <laughs> and there is a good amount of bird related admin in in this movie. So it begins with Melody. She's visiting the bird shop, going, "Is that bird I ordered come in yet?" And the old bird shop lady goes, "No, not yet." And they talk. Oh, you can about just it deliver it to me then. What you don't do, you don't go to shop and say, "Is my order in?" <laughs> No, my, it's not. It'd be in like mind, 10 minutes. Yeah, you could better just send it to me. Yeah, is my mind is my mind a bird in? No, not yet. I don't, I'm taking will this it, bird out. Will it already ah. will it already talk when it gets here? No, nah, <laughs> yeah. won't, won't, won't be able to talk. You have to teach you to talk yourself. It doesn't come pre-talking. <laughs> Preloaded. It doesn't, doesn't come with like six recognizable phrases already. It's turbo time. That's what I teach a minor bird to it's, say. It, it's turbo time. <laughs> it says. Fuck you! In all different <laughs> languages. Yeah, doesn't um, say any of those things. Um, but then, uh, mate Mitch just comes in and does classic... Um, this ever happened to you? Anyone mistake you for working in a shop when you don't work there? 
Well, uh, yeah, definitely. Neither side of it. Neither has a man come in and, and like pretended that he's using me as a clerk, or nor have I pretended to be a clerk for maybe even if I did for like ten seconds. I never ever played it out for like minutes and minutes and minutes, and then started to take an order. It's only when you clock off six hours. Let's shadow work here. Yeah. You started to take an order. Weirdly, you could log into their system. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, sorry. C- Carol from HRLO. It's, uh, it's, it's Luke. Uh, can you give us a login for the tills, please? And yeah, yeah, Luke, you again. How was your holiday? Oh, great, thanks, Carol. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I think it's all okay. It's all fun, fun games, apart from the fact that the poor shopkeeper is just trying to have like a normal day at the shop. There's two people tittering about upstairs, loitering, <laughs> young 20, 25 year olds, and um, one, one of them even the, lets the, the, birds, one of the out. birds out. And for a woman who works in a bird shop, she is terrified and ineffective at dealing with loose yeah. birds. She only likes them caged. Yeah. Get out. The, mean, mean. She knows. She knows that. Those birds are terrifying. So she's yeah, yeah, she knows to keep them caged. And I like to see the prequel film. It's her versus chicks. two birds, chicks, the chicks, <laughs> chicks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but so he comes in, and he just this has happened to me by the way. Someone has mistook me for being a shop assistant. To be fair, it was a shop that I used to work at. Maybe you'd seen me there before, and I went, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> and I'm just in my regular clothes, not a uniform. Have you got a name badge on? No. I'm supposed to know who you are then. I don't work here, mate. <laughs> that was yeah, another... Radiated. Another yeah. Is this when you worked at Game? No, it was when I worked at the shop before Game. I'd since moved to work at Game and no longer worked at the massive... Did they ones. go into Game and then went, excuse me, back at Woolworths, do you know where that... Did they mistake you in even in the wrong shop? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They asked me in, uh, on, on, on like a beach on holiday. Um... <laughs> Have you got this in stock? I got I mistaken know. for working. Oh, yeah. In... Not going to go back and look, are you? No, I'm on holiday. <laughs> nothing Lazy. in the back room, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was mistaken for working in like, I think it was like, I don't know, some sort of like just standard B&M or home bargain, something like that, like mm. a sort of big store. But not only did someone like ask me something, and then I was it's proper confusing because I misheard them first. So I was like, what? <laughs> so that again, and then they said it. But when I told them I didn't work there, they were like annoyed, but also like didn't quite believe me. Yeah, you're lying. I, you can't just say you don't work here when I know you really do. Why are you yeah. annoyed at me? I should be annoyed at you for taking How for, dare yeah? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? How dare fuck you? you were... <laughs> I probably thought you were lying. Probably just thought you were being like, trying to get out of work. work okay, you go yeah. and do some work. Yeah, the thing I is, think I think I had like, like a backpack on as well. Oh yeah, oh, clock in for work. I just walked around the store with a backpack on. Yeah, 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 like a right legend. <laughs> I kind of want to get a job at like a Burger King or something, and then wear the uniform. And when someone comes up to me and asks for some food, I say, "I don't work here, mate." Just get like a paper hat and put some stars on you. And when they look away, when they look away, put a McDonald's hat and t shirt on. When they look away, start serving someone else. I'm casing the job. Yeah, sorry, I don't work here. Okay. Who's next? And they'll just be like, you fucking. 
<laughs> I think that's the thing though. Like the other day, like you know, when when you get embarrassed or something happens, like I think the natural effect, like for the for, for the next few seconds after that's happened, you're on such edge that you're like likely to be rude or aggressive. So like we were on our bikes oh, the other yeah. day, and there was a woman walking along with a dog, and she was on the phone, clearly in a world of her own. Not being lunatics, we're not about to speed past someone with like a dog and run the dog over. We're not we're not horrible people. So we'd seen them and we'd we'd slowed we'd slowed down and we'd like went past them the slowest. Karen was slightly ahead of me, but like the woman saw last minute as Karen was coming past, in no way ever gonna hit a dog, had a massive panic and like dived across the road like she was trying to save the president from a bullet. Karen <laughs> rode on, and then as I rode past slowly, and she was like, Oh, could have would have helped if you rang your bell. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so what, yeah. ring your bell to make you jump when we were just going to slow down and not run you over all right <laughs> cheers bye it is yeah. a weird experience when you're on a bike or running and you run up behind someone they don't notice you to the very last second because you can you can see it coming as well like you can see they haven't yeah. noticed you and then at that very last second they're like oh shit and i'm just like oh, i was doing my loudest footsteps so yeah. you can possibly hear me <laughs> you like, say, excuse me in the last minute excuse me yeah. they still jump yeah, or like do you know, do and like obviously you're running, probably yeah. breathing louder than you think you are outside your headphones. Yeah, loud footsteps. Especially if it's like a slightly <laughs> older person, you do feel guilty because you know they're on edge because they maybe feel a little bit like they can't protect themselves or whatever, and you just kind of want to re- reassure them that you're not going to kill them. I'm not going to. Yeah. I do my <laughs> biggest. I do my biggest. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run. <laughs> Don't run, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm not gonna kill you. Just having a heart attack in the middle of the street. The only two choices are that you have to wear a bell like you're a cat. Just run yeah, like jingy, jingy, yeah. jingy, as you go, or do the big I do my biggest, most cheerful, like hello, good morning. And like trying to have a nicer voice than my regular voice to say. Hello, hello good to morrow. <laughs> what a lovely day for a run. I think you should uh you should be scared of them. You should scream. Before they turn around and scream at you to, to preempt it and cancel it out. Oh, what the fuck? Pull a knife. <laughs> Stay <laughs> away. <laughs> Pull Don't a knife. Touch me. <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway, so, so he, he, he pretends she works at the bird shop. And then after the bird has escaped and the woman at the shop has absolutely lost it and he catches it under his hat, um, he goes, Well, back in your gilded uh, cage, Melody Parker. And she goes, What's your game? How do you know my name? So I knew it all along, but uh, as someone who likes practical jokes, I thought you'd uh, like a taste of your own bloody medicine. Because uh, she broke yeah. a window larking about at some she, point. Lark is like this a such bird. a convoluted... Well. Oh, that's I'm later probably... with a being naked. This is such a convoluted like setup. So it's like, okay, we've got a socialite um, in a bird shop. Oh, yeah. And then a man walks in and he recognises her from her court appearance regarding a practical joke gone wrong. Right? Yeah. He mistakes her to be a shop employee, but actually it's just a wind up. And he tells her that she that he wants some lovebirds. Well, he actually he doesn't want the lovebirds to be too full on. So if you've got any like friend birds, um yeah. yeah. You got any sort of awkward sort of school disco birds? You want them to like each other and be interested, but not really be. I mean, is that the thing about lovebirds? Do we worry that they're just fucking all the time? Or even though they just hung out together. I didn't know that was a they were real birds. Love birds. 
Those two, those yeah. ones are they're cool little birds. I think so. They just got because they're like a little, a little pair. I guess they're like a becoming a little pair, and they they they're always together. They're always but, together. What I like the best about the lovebird, I am jumping ahead slightly, but it's when they did a little turn when in the, the car and they're leaving. Oh, yeah, I know that as well. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah. That's the best bit when she's doing like Sega Rally to get to the thing. She's literally <laughs> absolutely hammering it along the coastal highway. <laughs> Two little birds like <laughs> fucking hell. She drives like a fucking nutcase. <laughs> like, she's like an having V12 engine. <laughs> imagine Alfred Hitchcock with like little bits of string or something yeah. moving them to the Two left birds. and right. That's good. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. She really does want those birds. And he goes, yeah, but like a taste of your own medicine, a bit of a joke. And then as he leaves, and she goes, well, actually, mate, I think she does like old time. It's just, I think you're a louse, a real, you're a real dickhead. Get out. And then as he leaves, she goes, right, I'll tell you what, teach him a thing about practical jokes. I'm going to practical joke. And I'm going to buy him some birds. And she says to the woman at the shop, you sell any birds? Oh, I ain't got any. I can have some by tomorrow. She goes, right then. Turns up at the old, at the man's house. And this is like, there is this a is point. weird this... behavior from everybody involved. Yeah. So I she think... turns up at his house that she gets her dad, someone who works at her dad's newspaper, her dad owns a newspaper to run his plates and tell him his address. <laughs> tell her his address. They're all, they're, everyone's a bloody stalker in this. No yeah. one's normal. <laughs> uh, maybe it was just a different time. You could, when you stalked people in, in those days, that was romance. Yeah, oh, yeah, but she didn't even know if he's married or not because there's a courting. Point late, late. I'll see you in courting. <laughs> you like a practical Court, joke? I'll do a, I'll do a practical <laughs> joke at you so hard you'll buy you a present. Married, yeah, yeah. So she brings her practical joke slash, slash slash present, and there is a point to this because like this isn't this is thematic throughout the entire movie. Like, the birds themselves, the attacking birds, don't come in the film to a significant portion of it, but also. There's so much about this. It reminds me a little bit of um, me thinking about Fire in the Sky a few weeks ago. There is so much about just the character relationship, which is completely aside to the things. And it's a story beat that there is there are no loose threads. It almost feels like they're preparing for podcasting, you know, 50, 60 years later. Mm. And people are going to pick holes in these little bits. Because when she goes to deliver the birds, the neighbor's outside and goes, oh, so sorry, he's uh, not here. He goes away to um, Bodega Bay every weekend. So you can't leave birds out there. He won't be back until until Monday. He goes, oh, that, that's a shame. And he goes, uh, just just to clarify, I would take the birds, but I am also going away. You never see that neighbour again, but we know he's going away for the weekend. Yeah. I wonder where he went. That's a spin-off. The neighbour's weekend. Oh. <laughs> They just got killed by a bird as well. <laughs> he went somewhere there was no birds. He had a brilliant time. <laughs> there were zero birds there. Oh, the imagine if he was going life. to like he was going to like Amityville and he got sharked instead. Oh, yeah, Amity Island, not Amityville. That's the that's the house. <laughs> that's where a house will get you. Don't want to go either, either of those places. <laughs> Can't go anywhere um, these days. But so yeah, she decides then... that she's going to absolutely hammer it up the motorway. And just deliver the birds to him in person. Yeah, yeah but but also like, it's uh, we mentioned this before. This is like she goes through a series of side missions in order to get to the main objective. So these side missions are like by convincing this shopkeeper that you're coming to visit him. Where does he live? And again, like back in you, uh, you expect like in modern day, like someone would go, "I'm not giving you his address without his permission," but he's he's more than happy to. He points it out. <laughs> yeah. he goes, oh. It, 
this guy. Oh yeah, he lives. You can see his ass from here. That one. It's weird. Have a look I at there. That's really. At which point is it when you're in a rowboat halfway across the sea or whatever? And you're thinking maybe I've gone a bit too far this time. <laughs> the way she thre- the way she phrases the questions as well. She's like. So he goes, how do I get this? Oh, it's easy. You just drive around. You get straight to his house. What if I wanted to approach his house without him seeing me? Is there a back yeah. way? To start? No, no, there's, there's not that. Oh, but I want to surprise him. Oh, in that case, just rent a boat. Go straight across there. I'll, I'll rent one for you. In fact, yeah, I'll get on the phone now. Do you sell balaclavas and duct tape? <laughs> Sniper <laughs> rifles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, well, why, what, why do you want that for? Well, it's just a practical joke I've got going with him. Me and Emma just always joshing each other, and I just thought we'd do it again. <laughs> joshing each other, I'm going to buy him some birds. So, oh, but I'm going to give him. I'm going to give. I said, oh, what's the little girl's name? And the guy in the shop's like, first, there is a third character that we never see, who's the boat hire man. Yeah. <laughs> just on the way. Hold on a minute, will you? And he's like, what's the little girl's name? And he thinks it's like, uh, he thinks it's like Susan. Lois and Alice. Another man in the shop says, oh, it's funny. Yeah, Lois or Alice. And he goes, oh, well, if you need to be sure, go on another side mission to see the teacher. Yeah. If you need to be sure. I mean, you could go directly there and risk getting the name wrong, which and just probably little mean girl. game over. <laughs> that probably would mean game over. Or you can take a bit more time, go to the school, find out the name, and then go there with that information, and you've got 100% chance of not being turned away. Is this she, want, of- she wants an A rank on the main mission when she gets to it, so she's like, right, I've got to go and make sure I've got all the variables sorted. So is, there, is this supposed to be like a, this isn't supposed to be like a normal dating thing, is it? Is she, are, we, are we supposed to think she's a bit nutso for, for going through these lengths? So I don't, I don't feel like that vibe comes across. No, I don't think so. It's just cute and fun, isn't it? I mean, how did you guys meet your partners? Certain, at first, I mean, I tried to teach Karen for doing a practical joke and uh, yeah, yeah, delivered us some crayfish. To... <laughs> then she got a plane over to where I was staying at the time in, in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Followed me all the way there. It was the right laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when she got there, she didn't know the name of my dog. But then, I wonder because this is a Daphne Daphne de Maurier that's the name uh, story. Yeah, I wonder if if in the original book it was a little bit more um, obtuse in the sense of it's not supposed to be hundred percent fun. I think the book the or the story is it a short just a short story? I'm not sure. A horror story. I set in a small Cornish seaside town, um, and there's yeah. like. Yeah, I don't think there's a sort of love story. You wouldn't have love birds to deliver to people in that area of England. It must have just been a bit of a little block of fudge or something she took to the girl. Stick a rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got a lovely bit of cottage cream here. Bit of rum raisin it's her birthday. <laughs> oh, cheeky. Um, I don't know, it just seems a bit strange, a bit odd. That... Also, imagine this scenario, right? You said it was odd. Imagine this scenario. A scenario where he didn't find her attractive and now imagine that she yeah. goes to these great lengths and turns up and he goes fucking hell oh, that's, that's actually scary at that point yeah it's all, uh, it's all it's all cute when it's like you know famous you know I imagine at the time socialites you know, even now like socialites and remarkable beauty Tippy Hedron is the is the person that fancies you and brings you some lovebirds uninvited to your house if it had been a different but imagine, story if it had been ima- you know. imagine he was a married man as well like what his wife would say what if she said was a married man we would do 
If Timmy Hendrix was a married man to it, well, that'd be completely different. Um, be scary what, as well. what have you been doing in a bird shop? Flirting with random people. And then they've come over. And What's wrong with you? She doesn't know that he's not married until she gets to town after she's already hammered it up the motorway. She's like, you live there with uh, Mrs. You know, you know, Mrs. Whatever his last name is. And he goes, oh no, just his, just his mom and the two kids. And it's an odd, it's an odd dynamic family because the mom doesn't seem that much older than the than the adult son, and then yeah. and then his sister's twelve. She looks like she's uh, also Tippy Hendren, but she's being antiqued. You know, like a jackass when you get flower <laughs> thrown at them. Yeah, she's yeah, she's basically like you know a Hollywood beauty Tippy Hendren with like with, with talcum powder in her hair. Have you been antiqued? She's like doing all the roles, like. Uh... <laughs> like Eddie Murphy and like yeah. she was just also her, the Mitch guy gray, as well. She's every single wing. bird. <laughs> That's what that noise is. It's her. She's, she's that seagull that really gets his wearing a basketball shoes, skidding on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure I was listening when the birds were attacking. Pretty sure that was just an NBA game. Yeah, just those squeaking <laughs> sounds. <laughs> Um, she basically must just put a black and she puts like a just a black bob wig on when she's going to be the school teacher, yeah, pretty oh, much, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the like classic, like classic Hollywood beauty look. Also, bloody hell, um, to be uh, Melanie, main character, loves a lie, like she's firing out lies like a machine gun, and there's like. Lying. Yeah, go, go to see the teacher. Can he? Can he tell me this kid's name? Then, like any good teacher who's dying for a cigarette, oh, busting for this cigarette for twenty minutes. Busted. I'm absolutely <laughs> gasping. <laughs> yeah. Need my need my fix. Oh, these kids, D Redden, really dot cotton in that cigarette. Go back into that. Go back into that uh, classroom. Absolutely stinking. Stig, oh, she'll just blast up, give herself a little spritz of jupe before she goes back in. Jupe. <laughs> Get a bit of Lynx, a Lynx bit Africa. Absolutely stinking of fags. Uh, for, our, for, for, for our American listeners, cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always yeah, like so to clarify. They're just, they're, they're just out there punching a couple of darts. And they say, oh, what's this? Uh, <laughs> punching a couple of darts. <laughs> what's this? Sucking- <laughs> Sucking down a couple of sweet tabs. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Nailing a couple of durries. <laughs> they, um... So, yeah, while they're there punching some darts, because I'll oh, tell us that kid's name, will you? So, is it, uh, is it Tori or Corey? She goes, oh, it's neither, it's Kathy. And she's all right, then, anyway, best go. And then she gets back, gets her boat. Like she's getting like these little charisma points come up, like in Fallout or something like <laughs> yeah. She yeah. She disliked that. She liked that. She liked that. She liked that. Yeah. She's got it. Well, we got Annie, information there. Annie will remember, remember this. this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I would play a telltale adventure of the birds. The little cutie bits would be great. Yeah. I'd be right that. Duck. Fuck <laughs> Duck and goose. The bird will remember this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she's when she's Do you want to drive gently with these lovebirds in the cage or absolutely ha- cane it? Nah. Cane it. The lovebirds are the, the lovebirds are fine. They they don't go mental at all. Maybe all right. being in the car kept them sane. Yeah. They enjoyed yeah. the journey. Maybe that yeah, they're just a karma, karma breed. But they um so she wrote she goes over in a little boat, uh, sneaks into the man's house. She originally has written him a letter that says, Dear matey, you're a piece of shit. Maybe these lovebirds will improve your disposition. She's really Love. going through going through yeah. the mill of her emotions, isn't she? Like meets a man, writes him a letter of hate. Then buys them some lovebirds, then goes to his house. I bought bought you these birds, P.S. Fuck you. (laughs) I bought you these birds, right? Fuck you. I do fancy you a bit, but you're actually a prick. So why don't you swivel? (laughs) Is it the conversation that she is? No, comma, fuck you. (laughs) I win, IDST. Pushes herself out back to sea um, and sort of floats in the ocean like peeping over the end of the boat to see if he's coming back in the house. And he goes in, sees the birds. What she doesn't account for is he's immediately got some binoculars. He's like... Yeah. He gets, like, his telescope out and looks. And they're, like, really powerful. He can, like, locks onto it. (laughs) Right right in front of him. Yeah, he's locks onto it. Uh, And then he's like, life signature detected. And then he sees who it is, and he, like, races around the bay in his car. He's like, predator infrared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, how, how, long, <laughs> how long has gone by since he met her in the shop? He doesn't even know who she is. <laughs> like a day. <laughs> a day. <laughs> You'd like be absolutely night. baffled, wouldn't you? You would be. Yeah. If you found her attractive or not, you'd just be like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. No, I, like I told you, like, it, I think the way round it is, and the era is, it's it's romance, not uh, romance. not terrible store Chris behaviour. So he he, he, race, he races around, and he's able to get. Arguably, I wonder how he beats her because the the cross the right lake is a straight line. He has to go round it. You yeah, but he goes in the car. She's got a motorboat. Mm, She's not I mean, rowing. <laughs> plot hole. Boat hole. But either way, slow she, boat. This is sinking. He beats her to the to the other side, and he's waiting for her to. He's got a nice chunky net jumper, like a Mrs. Voorhees style, but a cream jumper. Yeah. And just as she, um, he's about to greet her and like go, it's a, a romantic little misunderstanding slash re meeting we've got here. 
But then Siegel pecks her on the head. This is the first attack. Oh, there was a goal that landed in a window earlier, I think. Landed in the Oh, door. that's when that's later after she stays over at the teacher's house. Right, the goal yeah. is embedded this is the first, in the door. This is the first one where a goal that twats her in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it drops yeah. down and gives her a sweet drive by across the <laughs> across the yeah. forehead. Um and she looks proper. That'd be it'd be proper annoying, wouldn't it? Like it's it's she's bound to have a little bit of anticipation of meeting him. She's like, oh, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look really herself. cool. And she's she's feeling like she's bunny. Like at the minute, Buddy Melody, she's the most petty spy in the world. She's done all this spy and found him, done all this little practical joke, but she's raced across the country in an open top car. She's like speedboated across. She is James Bond effectively. Um, just for really, you know, not world changing events, just to do a little bit of uh, flirting. Um, but then she's about to get off and make her big entrance. Then she hears in seagull language, what's that? Can my mom sew, you ask? And then the seagulls stitch that. And he goes, oh, you've been nailed in the head by this. Jesus. By this, so this bird. Would it be worse? So you're just about to meet this guy that you obviously have a crush on. If instead, if A, it either twacks you in the head of its beak or B, it poos on your face. Oh, I think, I think, I think it would be worse. Yeah, no, I think that would be more embarrassing. If a bird twacks you, that's like a good bit of an accident, really. It's like, oh, no, now. I'll, I'll look after you. Yeah, help you out. If you're covered in shit, if you're covered in shit, she had a little chat with him before. Right, right at the last minute, swoop down and uh, smash me in the head, and then he'll have to take pity on me and uh, yeah, nurse me back to health. Give you this tap tin of sardines, and maybe she doesn't deliver, and maybe that's where the whole thing comes from. The seagull that was the sharks come out. That was the seagull king, and he's saying, right, I'm willing to let this go. Ah, Uh, I've 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 broken it. I've I've broken a deal with the humans. She's going to give us. Never break a deal They're the souls of lost sailors or whatever they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly don't fuck one up like what's his face did. What's his chops? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. <laughs> what's his chops? You go mad. <laughs> um, she doesn't go mad though. She just gets a cut head and um, he takes John another. All these little plots that we get here because then the man at the boat, she didn't injure yourself on the boat, will you? So someone tripped over at her and tried to sue me. She said, she's not going to sue you. She's been pecked by a bird. Uh, oh, yeah. Just say that. A bird outside of my business poked you, pecked you in the air. Don't sue me. What, in charge of the birds, are you? What's it? <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, so um, she comes in and they give her a nice... Ala- do they stick an elastoplast on her head or something? They just, on a swede? They just, they just rub it a bit and it gets better. They obviously got medical healing gel. The, the wound yeah. closes immediately. Classic. Um, and doesn't the mum turn up fairly quickly as well? Yeah, the she... mum the mum turns up, and at this point, is it Clive the guy's name? Uh, Mitch. Mitch. It's a name a yeah. bit like Clive. It's got letters, yeah. isn't it? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so Mitch, got, oh, I was just I was just inviting uh, Melody Tippiedra into to dinner. I was, oh really? Obviously, quite aggressively. Sure. Really, invite her for dinner? What would you do that for? What was just what was these? Uh, She's weird. The, the mum's weird. Like she, she has grievances of the weirdest thing. Oh, I just bought all this chicken feed, and the chickens don't like it. Give me a refund. Well, it ain't my fault. <laughs> what do you mean? So what's that? No, that comes in a bit. Yeah. So she invites us for dinner. Um, Melody throws out some more lies. She's oh, I'm staying with the teacher. We're mates. We are. Stop lying. She's lying so much. You know when someone lies, like especially in a film, 
where you know you're like, okay, that lie is gonna come out like at yeah. some point. Mm. Check it's gonna lies. be awkward. It's gonna be awkward for everybody. Stop lying. Just I don't know. I don't know what. Just don't say anything. I don't know. Pretend you've been hit with the in the head with the by the bird, and you're a bit dazed and confused. So I don't remember where I'm staying. On. Actually, I better go and oh, sort yeah, something out. Where am I staying? Yeah. Oh yeah, I used to go to school with a teacher. Yeah, we're like that. We were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just say I've just literally arrived in town. I bought the bird straight away. I'm going to check in somewhere in a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand the, the possible. She's just a pathetic, compulsive liar, um, and it makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a stunning Hollywood beauty venue. You've got nothing to do with it. No, you're a liar. Stop lying, God. <laughs> also, if you start off a, a romantic relationship built on lies, right? Built if the lies pranks. are your foundation for, for that yeah. relationship, with, with a few pranks thrown in, um, I don't think it's good for the future of that of said relationship. No. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's that's really loves my, yeah. my Depends how much I mean, he. Famously, at the moment, he doesn't love the crack like she does. She is... Doesn't love the what, sorry? <laughs> the crack. Um, he doesn't love the crack. Well, he might do. Yeah, he's, but he's, but he, yeah, no, he loves justice. When he's, when he's having a go at things, I, I think actually the law is really important, so don't bust people's windows, love. Batman. Yeah, that's what he loves. Um, but he invites her <laughs> to dinner because she's bought some birds, and then she goes to make it that it isn't a lie, and she arranges to stay with Annie anyway because she did notice she had a room for rent sign. Yeah. So, can I so what you want to do it? is t- so maybe it wasn't a lie. She was just preempting what she was going to do. She just got it the wrong way around. Yeah. In the wrong order. Forgive her. Yeah. And she goes, it's, it's a bit awkward though. She says she's going to go and stay at Melanie's and Melanie like got a thing from Mitch. They used to go out with each other. Um, and she's still like, I still bloody love him or like him. I can't remember what she says. And now she's just like renting a room to the person who's trying to get in Everybody- his... Under who's trying to pull him, trying to pull him off. Must have cut off with him. What? What did you say? She's the, she's the early bird. She's the early bird. The early bird. Yeah. And she wants to get Mitch's worm. It doesn't matter what Annie Hayworth wants. But she's got to go. It... First, she's got to go through her mum though, and she, and Annie points out as well. She's oh yeah, actually, I'm really good mates with her mum now. But when I was trying to when I was going out with Mitch back in the day. But he thought I was rubbish. She was, she was off with me all the time. I'd send her a really long text message, and she'd just reply, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, embarrassing, really, for everyone involved. Um, yeah. So what happens here? I think so. So obviously, the mum's got a like, disapproval of Melanie. Um, I think she knows who she is, doesn't she? Like about her reputation. And stuff. Yeah, she's heard it's about been her reported in, the in gossip columns. She's read about her in Heat magazine, and she's gone. She is. She's, so seen, what was the, she's uh, seen her getting out of a limo, and there's like red circles around, like you know, embarrassing <laughs> things. Oh. Not skirt, ankles out. Uh, Stubble on the armpit. Oh. <laughs> Stubble on the armpit. Um, her getting naked. I'm sure. I... Yeah, she said she was larking about naked. It, like, I love it. She tries. She comes up with a bit of an excuse for it. She's like, it, it, about that story about the other day, uh, jumping in a jumping in a fountain in Rome. I know it's meant to be awfully hot there, but you know. Naked, skinny yeah. dipping, as the uh, Romans do. But yeah, she doesn't hang. She doesn't hang around, does she? She um, goes back to um, 
Annie's, and then doesn't she get like a phone call again? Mitch, the ma- he's not playing it cool at all because I think he like immediately calls yeah, her. She's, she's, she's immediately gone back. <laughs> you've just got, I know, you just I just got back, but do you want to come back again for a birthday party tomorrow? Oh, I mean, yeah, you can cause... say, you can say no, you can say no. The little girl's asked her to come to the birthday party already. She harshly oh, yeah. lets the little girl down because she's there playing the piano while Mitch, <laughs> Mitch and his mom gossip about her while they do the dishes. I swear it was going to turn out that the mom was really his like ex-wife or something like that. It had that energy about it. Yeah, um, I got that too. Yeah. But like she's playing the piano for the little girl. Little but little girl's like, "I'm having a surprise party tomorrow. Will you come?" She's nah. I won't. Surprise party. I got to tell you, I'd rather die. <laughs> yeah. The surprise. I, I see what is. you're asking me, and I would absolutely love to come, darling. But actually, fucking don't want to. Like, as an adult, you might understand that coming to a kid's party is the worst thing you could do with your weekend. Mm. Is she it's tiring kid, and stressful and not fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then that night when, when there's, uh, Melon is when there's a FUD at the door, and when they open it, there's a, a dead girl out there. And he goes, oh, maybe you got confused in the dark. And then Melanie says... Well, no, it's a full moon. It's like, yeah, but when it's a full moon, it's still dark. You don't go out and it's like daytime with a full moon up in the sky. The thing is, though, as well, I would also argue that, like, it gets dark almost every night. (laughs) There are not daily, like, dead birds outside your house. Yeah, that's true. All the birds, bloody hell, they're all confused. It's getting dark here now. I'm pretty sure that I'm not going to wake up in my house littered with birds in the morning. I swear the birds used to fly into the windows a lot more than they do now. They've got me, they got used to it now. They figured it out. I swear it used to be a pretty common occurrence. And one <laughs> time a bird flew into as about like five. We were driving home from somewhere and my mum was driving and a pigeon drove and hit the windscreen and got its neck caught in the windscreen washer. Oh no. So oh, mum was trying to use the windscreen washers to get it off and it's just dragging blood across the oh. across the front windscreen. We were like Horror. really young, me and my sisters. <laughs> It was, it was traumatizing. <laughs> and we had to, she, had to, she had to pull up to the, on the side of the road in a hard shoulder to try and get it get it out. Ooh. It was it's pretty grim. Yeah. <laughs> I remember awesome. screaming. I remember being oddly excited. <laughs> no, I don't remember. Yeah! <laughs> Turn up maximum speed. Um <laughs> get those windscreen wipers on as fast as they go. <laughs> Carnage. Oh man, that sounds horrific. Oh, yeah, uh, and then it's the party the next day, isn't it? And this is when and she, Melanie she does get to go after <laughs> after Mitch phones if it's oh please, please come to the party. She goes, yeah, please do. All right then, I will. And this is the moment that the birds choose to strike. They went right. What's our moment? To strike? What is the strategic advantage? I know a children's party. <laughs> it's like they're oh. playing a game or something. Under the kids, what are they doing? A bit of blind um, man's buff, like they've. Is that a game? It's basically one. <laughs> no. Sounds like one, a pirate. One kid gambling. is one. One kid has a blindfold on, and the other kids are just standing in the rough area that they are. Yeah. And and then like a, a seagull like biffs on the edge. You see no touching. She tanks mm. that. She tanks that bird no attack touch, a lot, a lot no better than Chippy did f- earlier. No touching your feather with your feathery hands. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. That's a good kid. Did you ever play at school Heads Down, Thumbs Up? No. What's no. that one? Heads Down, Thumbs Up was great. It's where you uh, put your head down, cover your yeah. eyes, and then one, one, pers- one person is it. 
You put your thumb up yeah. and someone walks around and puts your thumb down. Um, and then you have to identify. Well, it wasn't one person. It was a few people. Sorry. You had to identify who put your thumb down. But there was a knack to it as you could just make a little gap in your in your hand and you could just look down at the floor uh, and see the person's shoes when they did oh, it. And then identify pro, them. You should be a detective. Yeah. Yeah. Heads down, play thumbs up. We've played something quite similar. Head, but, heads down, uh, bums up. <laughs> you and then kicked in the ass. Who did that? <laughs> Someone comes around and pulls your pants down, and then you have to work out who it is that did it. Someone comes around, pulls your pants down, and slaps your ass as hard as they can. Open hand slap, yeah. and you have to go. You have to compare the size of the hand to the red mark on your back. Yeah, the trick is to look for the person with the red hand. Yeah. <laughs> it was you. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you got me. It. But the trick is to, to find the person with the smelly hand. <laughs> oh, but then you be you open yourself up for that other thing as well, because you're gonna have to smell your hand. To, you're gonna have to smell people's fingers to do that, and that's really by the game where you know you say this is horrible. Oh, well, you, well, you, can, you know, you know, your hand is bigger. Story. Than, your hand is bigger than your face. You've got cancer, and then when they do it, you smash the hand into their own face. <laughs> I mean, in funny, many ways, but... in many ways, you'd be relieved because <laughs> even though your face hurts, you go, oh, thank God, it's a clean diagnosis. <laughs> So be some idiot out there still thinking about it. Oh, what'd you do that for? I'm trying to measure my hand in the face. Get away. Don't do it again. I'm what screening for cancer. Please don't. These are important medical trials. When you go into the oncology, here's oncology. <laughs> oncology yes, the oncologist. They go, right, how are you going to do it then? And the doctor just comes and puts, puts his hand up to your face. And he goes, yeah. he's like, you're, not gonna hit me in the, you're not going to hit me in the face, are you? I won't. Know, a, please, sir, I'm a doctor. I was trying to tell a nice story about a lovely childhood game, and it's descended into but, true horrors. Uh, I'll tell you what, then, if you were playing face God. down, thumbs up, you'd also be vulnerable to a bird's attack. So if you were there with your head down, you'd be waiting for someone to come and get your thumb. If a bird comes down, like at this party, <laughs> just fucking wallops you in the head, you'd be like, yeah. Do it! We play that, Jesus! Uh, you meant to put so my thumb down. I get with your beaky hands. They attack the kids, and then they just all go inside. They all just hide inside. Oh, my girl, he trips up. This is absolute <laughs> carnage. This one kid who's just given up her life. She's absolutely padmade it. She's just lying still on the floor with a bird. <laughs> like maybe she thinks if you lie still, they'll leave you alone. Oh, then again, birds did evolve from dinosaurs. They didn't know that in the day mm. of the birds. That's but true. maybe this girl was like, uh, she's related to Dr. Alan Grant. Vision based on. And she thought, right, yeah, if I lie still, you won't be able to see me. But their birds can. And they're pecking mm. her. But they save all the kids now. They put them all in the house. Um, and they they brush over the bird, the girl that was lying still, like she'd given up on life. Because they go and say like, oh, is everyone all right? I said, oh, yeah, little... Jimmy has scraped his knee, but everyone else is fine. What about that girl that's got a brain pecked out? No, she's she's all right. She's fine. And the birds just yeah. they just they just go. Yeah, that, that was just uh, yeah. campaign one. That was just, that's a just, taste. That's just that was just yeah. a warning. Yeah, they used well, up all they're... their all their energy points and uh, yeah, they're tired now. Yeah. All their action tired. points. It's like right, got to... points. <laughs> 
yeah. right, fly off for a rest. Um, mm. And that's that. That's it for this one. They go, oh man. I feel, and I feel bad for. Uh, I feel bad for like the like Kathy, the little girl. No one's going to come to your birthday next year. Birthday's absolutely ruined. Oh, do you want to go to Kathy's birthday. birthday again? No, don't you remember the bird attack from last time? <laughs> you remember last year? We're having, a wicked, no, we're, having that, we're having that wicked game of blindfold. And then those birds fucked us up. But yeah, but when they're in the house, the sparrows come down through the chimney. So they obviously send the small little fellas down well, there. The little... They've gone in, yeah. Send the little birds down the chimney. Team okay. two. House full um, of sparrows. A what? House full of sparrows. <laughs> and the... I got the bird. I'd forgotten about this. I can't believe the birds the other day. It was a like it was a proper old woman that swallowed a fly situation. I had a fly in my office, buzzing about, all annoying. <laughs> Opened the window, finished a call I was on, turned off the old zoom, and I was like, "What's that flit of it?" But he blew it in my office, flying round. A blue tit in your office. Then you opened the, the window, and then a but the os came <laughs> in. <laughs> An eagle came. A what? <laughs> An os. And you went, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to get a." Something a dragon. <laughs> She's gonna get a triceratops in it. Just got worse and worse. Yeah, but yeah, uh, thankfully, not being an old woman, I didn't get a cat to get rid of the bird. In fact, I closed the door so the dogs wouldn't come and try and help me get the birds out of here. I just opened the window and politely shooed him out, and horror was avoided. But Please this is leave. what happens here. They um the the they get a house full of sparrows, and then they just go out into the other room. Call the police. He comes look. He comes around, looks, and goes, "Yeah, there's been sparrows in here." <laughs> to be fair, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on both of the sides here because Mitch, he's like, "Well, it's got to be something that's done about this." And the sheriff's like, "What do you want me to? What do you want me to do?" Uh, yeah, you, you, could t- you could take that either way. Like one, you think is the sheriff on the bird's payroll? Is he? Is he corrupt? He's he's yeah. he's looking he's looking the other way. It's the and other bird's think, payroll. But then you think, yeah, actually, what is he going to do about <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do about sparrows coming to people's houses? That one? Literally, there's nothing you could do. Put a bit of put a bit of, put a bit of grating over your chimney or something. That's all. Oh, they the big seagulls attacked the kids there. The owner goes, did they piss the seagulls off? Sounds like something. Oh kids yeah, he do. does say that. Yeah, blames immediately blames the uh, blames the kids. In any scenario, oh, the kids have been attacked by a strange man who was wandering around the school. Did they did they tempt him in? You know, and just immediately blame the kids. Yeah, they've been uh, been saying things. I, I've heard a kid say no, 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 no. <laughs> Enrages a person. He's not responsible. If someone says no, 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 no. Like, I will chase them to the ends of the earth. Smack right. the head. <laughs> Come here. So, that night. That night. Um. Mitch goes, ah, oh, you better not, you better delay driving back to San Francisco. You better stay the night. Classic move. Because of birds. Um, to be fair, I reckon he's birds. put Kathy up to it because Kathy goes, oh, you should stay the night. He goes, oh, Kathy, don't, don't impose on her staying the night. Although you could. You, you... Got nowhere, <laughs> nowhere to sleep. Um, apart from my bed. Oh, yeah, we all want to do that, though, would you? Yeah. Um, and that is when, so the next morning as well is when Lydia goes to visit her neighbor. Because apparently his chickens won't eat their feed either. Oh, but, they're off their dinner. Yeah. yeah. But she discovers his eyeless corpse that has been pecked lifeless. Didn't you used birds. to have eyeballs? <laughs> you, lost, you, lost, you lost weight, Fred. <laughs> Something different about you today. Yeah. Eyes are gone. 
Um, How's it gone? <laughs> so she runs. She runs back home, and Kathy's gone to school. So because she's gone to school, Melanie's like, oh, you know, if the if the neighbors had his eyes packed out, I'll go pick her up from school. You know, she goes, oh, yeah, she goes. She gets better first. She comes in like can't speak. Goes straight to bed. Gets a nice cup of tea, makes her feel better, and then what she goes to, straight right. to bed. Sleeps it off. Sleeps off the Did they? Did she not call the doctor? Bird, birds carried him off. Yeah. Well, mate, he was there. Was there was a guy outside the front? I'm guessing after she ran out, horrified, he probably stuck his head in and went. Yeah. That's what did it. Then he's got no bloody eyes. House yeah. full of dead birds. But despite the fact that the um, the evidence is piling up quickly that birds are on the loose and causing this you've always got to have um uh cynical oh i don't think so birds would never do that they're docile creatures we will get to that that happens after the next attack yes yeah, so she um, nips to school and the kids are singing the most insane song i've ever heard no one i reckon it's that that set the birds <laughs> off what, what is it it's like dilly dally doo da dilly dally wibbly wobbly it's a real finger snapper it's one of those yeah but he's scatman again setting the birds off but it's like a whole like like a whole room of little kids and little kids voices going scappity bappa chappity bamby bamby bum flippity bum ba and the, the birds are like <laughs> Fuck that noise. Hey, well, we the birds the inventors of singing are not going to stand for this a moment longer it's no. they invented singing yeah birds so invented singing and i thought if this is what they've done with our art form yeah absolutely this is fucking... top 10 pop hits and they're like fuck this <laughs> yeah fuming <laughs> and they're all on the plate that spends background here they're waiting they're all gathering up like there's one bird that started it and went yeah, you heard this, and they all start coming down onto the climbing frame, listening to the kids going, "Scooby ba 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 doo ba jang a ding a jang a dog a dee doo ba da ba." Okay. Old bunny and then down, and they're like, "Right, we're gonna have these kids." Um, and in a scene that would later, if they all work together, they could carry off an entire kid. Yeah. I'd like to see him all like so many birds come together to form a big fist like, <laughs> like flying the, through the air. Like the bees in Amityville <laughs> Horror. That'd be the yeah. only way to fight oh, yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. They could turn into like a big pair of tweezers and just pick them up like a big yeah. pair. Of... <laughs> they turn into a big mech. A big mech robot <laughs> yeah, A big thing. mech of birds. <laughs> Make themselves into a Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so Melanie like just after seeing all the birds gather, she just she like, slowly creeps into, back the school. into the school and she goes, right, don't let the children panic, but we're going to do a fire drill and basically evacuate all the kids yeah, because they'd have been better to stay and put, would they not? Yeah, in the lovely school. Oh, big windows in the school, though. Um, yeah. So they, in a scene that would later go on to be uh, famously recreated in um seminal piece of cinema, um, Kindergarten Cop, uh, the teacher that basically says, "Come on, this is a fire drill. You show me how quiet and obedient oh, yeah. you can be by walking out nice and calmly." Those of you that live near the school, I mean, effectively, it's not a great fire drill plan. What I'm assessing, what I'm assessing you is, we leave the school nice and quietly, but then you all scatter. Uh, and if you live um, in an unqualified 
amount close to the school, just go home. But if you don't live there, uh, if you don't live nearby, go downhill. But unfortunately, kids, no good. They go out quietly, then immediately fuck it by all just starting screaming and running when they run out, when they get outside. Well, they scream yeah. for it because of the birds. I, I reckon one of the birds sees them and goes, I'll tell you, ruining our singing when they get you. And then it's just quite an extended scene of kids getting got by birds and pecked. Are they, do any kids yeah. like die or is it just an attack? Well, that what yeah, I think they mostly just get attacked. One kid absolutely stacks it and does a proper, like, mm. you know, this Frank. is the type. If you saw that kid fall and you're in the street, you would, you'd have a big wince. Because they she properly like her glasses come off and she falls and slides. It's like I like some of the effects people get. There's this guy pretty soon at the petrol station. He gets knocked off his feet. It looks like they're getting hit by giant balls or something. They get they proper go flying. Yeah. <laughs> These birds, like the the rate they're hitting, they're hitting them, they're tiny little bird bones would just yeah. Their bird, their bones are made of air, aren't they? Yeah, they're hollow. Yeah, it's like in the Nelly Furtado song. I'm like a bird, got a hollow skeleton. Magpies ate my sister. I live in Watch a tree. Fly away. I always attack kids outside of a school. <laughs> you like a bird. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a few yeah. kids get, get absolutely minced by him. Um, Tippy picks up one of the kids, that, the one that takes the real bad spill, and she gets a couple into her car. But again, it just kind of it's it's a thing that happens. They scratch up a few kids, but then go right. That's leave. They've used up their action points again. Go right. Let's leave it for now. I don't yeah. think any of them. I don't think any of them get carried off by them forming a bigger bird out of no. birds. Unfortunately, no. Maybe I'd in like birds if, if, too. I'd like if there's a big like boss bird that just came swooping down. That'd be good. If they it? had um, a stripe from Gremlins, if they yeah. had a stripe style bird who you could. Recognize like he had like one eye or something, yep. <laughs> like a cockatoo. That's like a big string. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So they. So after that uh, situation, Melanie is like goes back to that restaurant where she was treated for a little head wound. And let's be honest, this restaurant is full of absolute characters uh probably in the worst possible way there's oh, a this ornithologist like the... woman there's a drunk <laughs> jesus guy there's pe- what's annoying me is that people keep hearing the end of sentence oh yeah there's a, a woman <laughs> there's a woman that jumped woman to conclusion a, a woman. woman with a kid yeah she's the she's she's the conclusions woman but what is this oh, this yeah. is like the cafe of exposition she goes yeah. in there and tippy phones her dad at the newspaper and says can you get the word out there's some these birds have gone wrong, Dad. Uh, and she's on there saying, well, I don't know, if there's, is there a difference between a blackbird and a crow? And the old lady ornithologist who just happens to be in the cafe, she like goes, of course there is. And, she, and then she gives the Latin name. She's rattling them on. There are far on. more pressing matters at the moment than you giving us all your <laughs> bird or ornithologist Such credentials. Such a good ornithologist. Why aren't you there investigating these blooming birds attacking everyone? I, she, this is also the lady that like changes the tune the fastest as well because at first she's like oh, you idiots actually i think you'll find that the phrase is birds of a feather flock together so no way the different birds all hang out together and also like uh they wouldn't attack people and if they did they wouldn't stand a chance against people and then two minutes later she's like 
all yeah like if all birds if all birds teamed up like you're describing just now you know i know i completely went against this two minutes ago but if all birds did team up we'd be fucked we got no way of fighting them it'd be over <laughs> um and she's she's in for an extended scene and then you're right then there's the there is a religious irishman who's quoting the bible saying that's and days. Also, everyone's having a skimful and then going, I'm just going to get him a car now. <laughs> that fella. Yeah. Because the, the, the alarmed family is like, oh, how do we get to the highway? She's like, oh, just drive around here. It's like, you can follow me if you like. She's like, oh, should we go then? She's oh, they live- blasted this glass of whiskey, thanks. <laughs> do, they, do they live there? How have they, I don't know how to get to the highway. I've never left this town. They just spawned in the, in the, in the cafe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, so they just popped into existence in the cafe, and that like, this woman gets more and more like, "Will you stop scaring the kids?" And they just get yeah. scarier and scarier. How would the kids are like, "Will a bird peck my eyes out? Will a bird <laughs> kill me? Are you gonna die, mum?" <laughs> yeah, we all we all die eventually, Sonny. <laughs> we all die eventually, whether it be by bird or or another beast. By plane. And then all the people, oh, like, the, the guy who works behind the the counter at the cafe he's not making those bloody marys that the waitress has told him about three times but he's like yeah and he's waking the kids more so how do you reckon it'd be the worst way to get a bird to kill you reckon got you in the eyes or if it got you in the guts or if you if it (laughs) if if one went in your mouth and drilled through you (laughs) everyone's annoyed in this because they keep like catching the end of sentences like oh that's what happened when they attacked the school who attacked the school what's going on at the school oh my gosh it's like oh for fuck's sake Get me out of here. Fred from down the road, he had his eyes out. Eyes out. <laughs> so before you know it, the the half the town, like people just keep coming in. It's like a it's like an episode of Whose Line Is It Anyway, where the doorbell ke- like Clive Anderson's <laughs> dinging that bell and someone else is coming every time. Greg Proops, what are you doing here? Well, it's me, Ryan Styles, all chucking their two penithin. Um yeah, I'd be like, if I was mentally, I'm the only one here who's seen the birds attack, so listen to me. That's not a, it's not a joke, even though I do like a practical joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's one of her jokes, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Got you, sucked in. <laughs> um, and then the birds, he goes, right, we've got enough of them together. Now's the time. Now's the time. Let's do it. Yeah. Would you start with the guy at the gas pump? Yeah, so there's a guy that's gone out to the car. He's just been blitzed by the birds just as he was pouring the petrol, unless he was doing a Zoolander-esque petrol fight yeah. with himself. Rinse um, his face. And then, you know, that, that in itself is fine. There is petrol flowing everywhere, you know, all over the floor. It's none of this uh, modern-day things where, you know, you have to hold the petrol down. If you drop it, it's going to keep spraying at the moment in these days. <laughs> petrol just... I guess there was more oil about in the 60s, so just waste petrol if you want. Just chuck it about. Yeah. Um, and then mate, he just pulls up about to have a blast on a on a on a big old cigar. Oh, yeah, I think I'll have a smoke on this big fiery cigar. Oh, on, on this on this petrol <laughs> yeah, station. On this petrol station. Yeah, and then he gets us, oh, I'll tell you what, you know it always makes What's me want this a cigarette on the floor. Pulling up at the petrol station. <laughs> Always think of a, always think of having a, having a, having a durry while I'm here. So he gets yeah. his, he gets his big Winston Churchill cigar and he lights his match, 
arguably the birds are not responsible for this. I think they planned it. No. I think all of this is one of a big lark on their on their side. They knew if they knocked that guy over, the petrol would would go over to there. They knew the guy was going to smoke. They've been watching. They planned it all out. They've they had exactly a little, what was going to go. They've on. had a little sparrow sat on his wing mirror for the last ten miles of his drive, going singing songs about cigarettes. Yeah. Swinging um, like smoke on the water because that's it because he's near the water. Smoke on the water. He's, oh, I would actually. And the fire in the sky. He's put it right. <laughs> he's, put, he's put it right, right in his mind. So all everyone at the cafe all pressed against the windows, going, "Mate, don't light a match. Don't stop. Stop lighting matches." You literally that's like fifteen in a people shouting out of a shout out of a window at him like you're gonna hear that and he kind of just goes what's that strange sound? he's probably thinking i'll find out what they're on about after about a smoke yeah so i'll tell you what <laughs> don't talk to me in the morning until i've had my first yeah puff yeah. of massive you cigar like, thank um, you very much in, in terms of a motive of the birds do you feel like you know that simpsons episode where the dolphins are trying to get the humans to go into the sea they're trying to get yeah. the, the humans to go into the air we've been in the air for ages <laughs> Now you get up there. See <laughs> how you do. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down here on the ground and increase my bone density. You go and hollow up, mate. <laughs> hollow up. Yeah, you hollow yeah. up and get up in the sky. Um, but this guy goes, Sorry, I can't hear you. I've just got a, a match lit at the minute. Let me just oh, and then while he's trying to listen to me, it burns his fingers and he goes, oh, blooming hell, drops yeah. it on the floor and gets obliterated yeah, by pops. a fire. Yeah. Um and then it, that's pretty much like the, the the opening war cry for the birds, right? That sends them insane. Yeah. Hmm. They put on the crazy world of Arthur Brown and they do that fire song, fire, <laughs> and they come on down uh, and just, they're just telling people to get wrecked, I guess. They're, they're getting everyone. Everyone's getting a peck in. Everyone's, yeah. getting, a, everyone's getting a sweet peck in. There's dive bombing. Um, and you know what? The effects, I mean, they hold up. I don't think it looks particularly... I mean, sure, it looks of its time, but it mm -hmm. still is effective, I think, um, and scary to a degree. It's quite intense and noisy. I don't understand how they get some of the birds to do the attacking. Because like, there are scenes where I think there's genuinely... There's real birds, birds, like actual just cross seagulls, mostly. In the attic a bit, a bit later on, there are chips. real birds. Yeah. Chips. chips. Kippers. Just chips. Give yeah, but like the, uh, the actors Their outfits are, are like... stuffed with chips. <laughs> <laughs> but the actors are like budging around them, so it seems a bit dangerous for the for the seagulls. I uh, see. The problem is that the thing you forget in there, because it's the sixties, you could be cruel to things. Then, yeah. <laughs> Twenty <laughs> years later, at the start of the you could punch a seagull, Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. poor snake gets his head chopped off. People were fucked. Yeah, tax rebate for being cruel. Yeah. In certain, certain states. Oh, cruelty, cruelty incentive. There you go. <laughs> Let's face it, like allegedly, actually, is it even alleged? Is it true that like Alfred Hitchcock was quite mean to his human actors? I don't know if he gives a shit yeah, about never the mind birds. his birds. Yeah. Never mind the bird actors. Um, they were right at the farm. But yeah, they're all they're all over all the people. Everyone is getting pecked. They're taking shelter as best they can, but things are like smashing into the glass to get that phone box. They're all they're all up amongst it. These birds, mm. they're crosser than they've <laughs> ever been before. Fuming. Yeah. Um, How does this bit end? Does it just is it just like the other bits it. and it just it just stops? Yeah. So I think Melanie ends up in a in a telephone booth, doesn't she? Um, which is obviously quite an iconic shot of just a 
basically when you when you're spending too long in the phone booth and the birds want to use it just get off the phone the birds have got some important phone calls to make um, oh man yeah. everyone will be fucked nowadays there are phone boxes anymore exactly where would you go casualties um, would be through the roof you are so they go back in the restaurant and i think it pretty much just just stops yeah naturally comes to a stop and this is where that distraught crazy lady um with the kid as as like a proper terrifying meltdown it looks like it reminds me of one of those videos you see on like that people record of people when they get um when they've just apparent. reached their, when they've just reached their limit and they're just like no i cannot be sensible anymore she basically uh, tippy's been outside for bloody two minutes trying to make a phone call and this lady it was a little bit narky at the beginning she's turned into that cult leader from the mist yeah. she's like yeah you're evil. Oh, yeah. You're evil. But thank you. You brought the birds here. It only started when you arrived. Hang on a minute. But you can't. Eat. You don't even know how to drive out of here to the freeway. So are you even a local person? So I don't trust you either. I don't, tr- yeah. don't, don't trust you either. Like, have you ever seen a bird in this town before this woman turned up? And I was like, yeah, several times. In fact, uh, thankfully, her madness is stopped. Just takes one big slap. <laughs> it's a less violent. It's a less. It's a less violent time back then. You need to shoot someone in the head. To finish him <laughs> off, just slap him. Um, well, and then she's all right again now. She goes, yeah. oh, sorry, I shouldn't have called you evil, should I? I've reacted, uh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh well, I had a gets funny moment. Phone box. Did we do that bit? Yeah, yeah it's just she was in she the gets... phone box just now, yeah. She tried to put 20p in. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so the next part is to go to Annie's house to get Kathy. That's where Kathy is. Yeah, Kathy um, was there from when they went, from when they ran yeah. out of the school, I guess. Yeah. But sad to and say, I'm, hate to see it. Hate to see it, but Melanie's love rival, Annie, has been done in. She's been pecked. She's been uh, flat. She could just be sleeping. She's just on the front garden, on, on the stoop. Yeah. Oh, you can tell she's dead, though. Her shoes are all askew. Yeah, maybe yeah. she was tripped. Um, so apparently she was killed by the crows while protecting Kathy. She went, get inside, Kathy. I'm going to fuck these crows up. And then they fucked her up. <laughs> it, was like a proper, it was like a proper Vasquez moment from Aliens. She's like, right. Oh, yeah. Primed a grenade, but <laughs> the birds just got her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, the actress playing Kathy, Veronica Cartwright, is good, effective. I think she definitely yeah. comes across as a genuinely terrified little girl. Um, mm. Obviously, she's a grown lady now. She's 73 years old. Uh, Veronica Carp. She's still at it as well, like Tippy. Still at it. She's acted in quite a lot of things. She's been in Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. Uh, she's the ba- bag lady in Speed. <laughs> uh, the one that right. ju- it was just cans. Hang on a minute. No. The lady with us pushing well, the cans. It was just cans. I recognize her now. I thought I recognized her face. She is um, Joan in Alien. So, you know, the. The lady in Alien with the short haircut. The lady that does a lot of the, the screaming. Yeah, she does loads of screaming when the chestburster comes out. She's like, oh ah. yeah. I'll tell you what, what happened was they were Remember. making they'd seen they'd seen that. So screaming about birds, are you? I'll give you something to scream about. Horrid aliens. Bloody uh xenomorph. I like how I credited her as the bag. And then she ended up playing the bag lady in speed. I mean, that was that was like 15 years later. Oh dear! Had oh, a mighty fall. Years. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, and then she was in a scary movie too, as well. Oh. As a character, oh, so she had a, a never rise. Another rise. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, well, but yeah, great, great as a child, on, yeah. great as an adult as well, you know. But great as a child, um, genuinely believed that she's been attacked by feathered friends, lots of birds, and then your teacher's been absolutely gouged by him. Yeah, um, um, it's, and it's a little it's bit sad that this like... character, who's like a you know, she's a fairly important character, I get it that she's in the way of the, yeah. the love story that they're building on here in the background, but done a little bit dirty by getting. By getting pecked off screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feather dusted uh, is what she is. She's feather, done. Feather dusted. She gets um, dusted so by them birds. Now essentially like the, the final stand, they all barricade themselves in the family home and there are like a few waves of birds that like attack um, trying to get away through the boarded up doors and windows. This bit's um, rough. Like this is a bit yeah. I feel like it's like, is this just real seagulls just getting his hands? Yeah. It looks like it, yeah. Or they just got uh, like people with bird gloves on, and they just like try pinch him, pinch him. Yeah, but even still, I mean, it, it looks some some aggressive. Yeah, people. and then they got mean. They got mean little seagulls. Like seagulls are probably like there's a good there's a good play here. Seagulls is one of the worst birds, certainly in this country, that could try and get you because there are loads and they're bigger than you think and they're rough. Yeah, seagulls are mean birds. We used to have, um, at the shop I used to work at, there used to be peregrine falcons in a little churchy building opposite the road. And um, I remember seeing a little white pigeon outside our shop And I went as I went to work that morning. And I said, that would be dead by the end of the day. <laughs> and then as I walked out shop later that day, it's, it was just in bits on the floor. <laughs> oh, the, fal- the falcons had... Your bird like, lost Yeah. When, um, I think there's, there's a... I think this is a more common thing than you think, but Karen used to have a job in Swindon in an office. Uh, not that one from the program of the same name, but um, she, like, apparently the, the falcons live near there and they try and get the pigeons and they chase them, they chase around, but they can't necessarily catch them in the air and know what's because they're not heavy birds, the falcons yeah. are. So, what they do is they catch the pigeons, like Dick Dastardly tried to do all those times, and they throw them into the windows of the building to smash them. Jesus. So quite often you'd be working in the window in, in the office just oh to like God. thump and like it's a falcon has thrown a pigeon into the window to like <laughs> wow. stun it and then it would die in the fall and it goes ah, lovely pigeon, eat it up. Um, Delicious. Harsh times. It's one of these yeah. birds are stone cold killers. Yeah. yeah. So um, the fir- they do the first wave where they, the only thing that keeps them out is he breaks the flex off the lamp to tie the shutters closed. Oh yeah. With oh, hindsight, great, you yeah. would have closed that shutters before you'd closed the windows earlier. 100%. What a guy. Um, yeah. yeah, so there's a, like a lull after the first wave and then Mel- Melanie hears a fluttering sound coming from upstairs, as you would. What could that fluttering be? Um, it doesn't sound <laughs> nice. recognisable at all. Better take the I torture. think you've got rats. <laughs> Bloody rats. And then Don't worry, I'll they... deal with it. You've, you've done enough, actually. You're all been asleep because it's been a big... What an absolute shit show this is. So Melanie stub- stumbles into like a bird orgy. They're all just chilling in the attic bedroom. Um, now, yeah. what you do here is you immediately turn and leave. Get she yourself out of there. Yeah. She I'll just, just shine a torch in and make sure that it is the birds. Yeah. Blooming is, oh. and I've only shut the door behind me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because she she falls and like lands in front of the door as well while she's getting oh, pecked. No. And then yeah. so Mitch can't get in either. I to, thought that was he has it. to like I've... basically just biff her with the door. She door stops it. She's like, 
There's some uh, close-up shots of like a cheeks getting pulled and stuff yeah. by by birds. Her cheeks getting stuff. pulled by by a nan. <laughs> you look you look so tall since the last saw you. Um, I thought this was it for her. I mean, I've seen this movie before, but I thought maybe this was the end. I thought she was just going to get slowly pecked uh, to ribbons. Perhaps yeah. going to be pecked to ribbons. Could have been a nice ending. Nice way yeah. to end it. Yeah. it <laughs> kind of just end... the, the rest of the family go, oh, the birds got, I don't know, something against the door. <laughs> Can't get it open. Because <laughs> doesn't it kind of just end almost like the ends, of the worlds? Where it ends it just after... Just... Yeah. Well, the, the birds have calmed this. down. The birds are just like. Um, well, they're all. They're oh, all. I know we had a forty-five minutes. But you got it. They have to go outside, and like um, Mitch has been out and listened to the radio earlier, and it hears that there are more bird attacks that have been seen inland, um, in a few places further inland. Other other bird attacks have been reported. Um, Tippy wakes up swinging. Old Melody, like she's been oh, knocked yeah. out. Of she wakes up and immediately like mistakes the. Mistakes Kathy Mitch. and Mitch for the bird. She like literally throws hands at him, tries yeah. to take him out, and then goes, Oh, sorry, you're not the birds. Um, but she has she goes on as... for quite a while with that as well. Like yeah. a little bit longer than I thought she would. Like she does a like, quick like and then it's, it's calm down, it says, and then she goes, a little second <laughs> Another few punches. That's exactly it. She she thinks to herself. She knew it was Mitch, which clocked him in the face, but it's a little prank. Yeah, little so final little, prank. Sorry, I thought you were a bird. Yeah, a little, yeah, bird, fucking stool pigeon. I Mitch. thought you were oh. a bird. <laughs> Every bitch. Um, yeah, so she does that. Uh, unfortunately, the lasting effect of having the bird damage is she has developed a phobia. I feel like in the past you develop phobias quite quickly. She has like huge, as soon as she goes outside, she's like, no. Absolutely not. I'm not going out there near all them birds. No, terrible. Don't blame her. Because they're on every surface. Yeah. She's been bandaged up. She looks like the invisible man as well, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah. Where were all these birds before? I mean, there's there's so many birds now that there's like no somebody did inch. somebody like uh did a gondor calls for aid, but the bird bird thing and they all swoop down. Condor calls condor for aid. Condor <laughs> calls for aid. <laughs> Yeah, they all swooped yeah. down. They all saw it, and they all swooped down. Right, that's it. We're fucking them up. Finally, are we? Yes. It's starting. I'm to, in. It's starting to spread. Birds have flown to other places and told them about that absolute shit those kids were singing, and those other birds are like, yeah, because they hear like mate. a radio, bird a radio report. Bird flu. Bird flu. Strength my head. <laughs> <laughs> they hear like a car, uh, like a radio report, don't they? And there's like different communities all all around. Yeah. Yeah, that have been attacked by birds, and I think they say the military may intervene. <laughs> not, not the military will. <laughs> the military might intervene if they get the time. They might. That, sh- that sheriff from earlier has been promoted, and he's like, "What are you going to do, though, birds? It's <laughs> not what our oh, army's birds. designed for. Not to fight birds. You big nets. We got any of them? No." The last line on the Wikipedia entry is: "The car slowly drives away as thousands of birds are ominously perching." I like that. Thousands. Ominously, oh, per- ominously oh, perching. Are we going to end this film? I reckon we should end this film with some ominous perching. <laughs> Great. Let's do it. I like it, though. I, I think watching this film a long time ago as a stupid youth, I've been like, oh, really doesn't really end, does it? Rubbish. But I, I now yeah. really like that it's just a taste of, like I said earlier, like 
in the grand scheme of things, unimportant characters. And maybe that this is a, you know, that we don't have to have uh, a definitive ending. It's maybe it isn't the whole world. Maybe it is just this group of birds that have teamed up. Or maybe I like to it's think everywhere. of it as a, the start of a post-apocalyptic planet of the birds sort of mm. situation. I, I reckon I'd go for that. I yeah. reckon the birds would do the apes do all day long. Yeah. Because there's definitely yeah. more birds than there are apes. There's not many apes, really, is there? When you think about it, 20? <laughs> yeah. 20. <laughs> 20 apes. Yeah, there's, there's 20 apes. Tons, there's tons of birds. It's a similar question that was doing the round recently. It was like, are there more wheels or doors um, on planet Earth? <laughs> are there more birds or apes? Are, are there more, bo- <laughs> more birds or apes? I reckon Ugh. birds. birds Depends on ages. which planet. If it's planet of the apes, then obviously apes. Yeah. There's, There's, no birds. There's birds everywhere. Might be more birds as well. Might be loads of birds there. There's more birds sure. like in, in Mansfield Town when, it, when you get to see all the pigeons. In many ways, maybe the apes would have to ally with us because we're, we're more like apes than birds. But we're yeah. an unholy alliance. Yeah. Where are the fish going to land <laughs> on this? <laughs> That'd be the deciding factor. Battle of the five armies when they they join in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, the fish are here. They're just flapping around on the floor. Oh well. Um, They've got they've got it discovered though, because if the birds took if they allied with the the birds, you got land and sea. Yeah, but birds complete domination. I mean, the fish can't win against birds. Birds are always eating fish. Yeah. I think I think the fish are tired on our side. Side with us, even. Um, okay, yeah, so that's how it ends for some ominous perching. Um, <laughs> and got some name game for you if you're, if you're ready. All right. First one it. is about a little town that is attacked by yogurts and other fermented milk products. The Kurds. The Kurds. <laughs> the Kurds. Well done. Next one <laughs> toilets backfire. The beasts are unleashed and are only defense. Oh, wads of toilet tissue. The turds. Turds. Uh, <laughs> last one that I've got from here is uh, somebody spikes the Coca-Cola at the local French comic book convention and it turns the attendees into wheezing, cosplay-wearing beasts. Jesus Christ, there's loads to unpack from that. Um... Somebody spikes the Coca-Cola... It's like a big punch bowl of Coca-Cola. Yeah. At the local French comic book convention. Or convention, as it might be. <laughs> yeah. And it turns the attendees into wheezing, cosplay-wearing beasts. Uh, le. It's le. And it'll be nerds. <laughs> le nerds. Don't ever think it. Why are they wheezing cosplay? <laughs> It's just because they're nerds. That's literally just, it. It's just because they're nerds. Why? They're nerds. They're wheezing, Love, aren't they? Some you... kind of nerd wheezing all over me. Coca Cola, because Coca Cola, if you're an asthmatic like me, makes you a bit wheezy, a bit chesty. Okay. There we go. Oh, can you imagine that? The thing, the, the Coca Cola, the thing that cures or other other ailments, that can be what finishes you off. Yeah. Uh, anyone got any? Do you want to throw in there? I had one that was also the nerds, but it was about tiny tent tangy crunchy candies from the 90s become a fa- yeah. factor of terror when there's rumours of there being glass in the boxes yeah neon nerds yeah, yeah I reckon that's what parents nerds. made up so they'd stop asking, you'd stop asking them for nerds um, 
a small town is attacked by uh, large groups of sort of bovine creatures. The herd. The herds. <laughs> and then finally from me, um, Tom Hanks, who lives outside the CBD, uh, is worried that his neighbour is a murderer. In an actual film. So, say again, what was that one? Again? Tom Hanks, who lives outside the CBD of a, of a city, um, is worried that his neighbour is a the murderer. Burbs. The Burbs. Correct. I've got another one. Go on. Um, the uh, pop singer and his family... It's just them. This pop singer <laughs> and his family, and he sings that song, Lady in Red. Uh, oh, oh, no, De Berg. I was saying Nick Hucknall. No. De Berg. De Berg. Where's his family? De Bergs. De Bergs. The De Bergs. De Bergs. Probably hasn't got a family anymore. The Lady in Red that he wrote about his wife, he left her for the nanny or something like that. Lady in Red. No good. There we go. So we need to rate the film, rate good or rate bad. It's done. Rate good or rate bad. Um, yeah, I think it lives up to its status as a as a sort of big big movie. Um, as, as one of one of the big ones. Probably doesn't get talked about as much as you'd expect it to. I think. I think obviously when everyone talks about Alfred Hitchcock, they always talk about Psycho. I guess for good reason. But this is this is effective, and it's got a good it's got a good story, a lot of interesting characters, um, and I think the threat from the birds is is good. And it, yeah, I, I like the way it sort of just ends. It reminds me a bit of War of the Worlds, where it kind of just uh, fizzles out. I'm like, oh, they've never really been a threat. I know they killed loads of people. Oh, they, they, got, po- they got poorly though. Um, oh yeah, of the worlds they get but, poorly. But, the birds are ominous. They're still at what? it. The birds just do some ominous perching, um, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, birds get flu. Worse for us than them, if for anything. Bird flu. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go for a B plus. Don't think I'd venture into A territory. Would I venture into A territory? Ah, uh, territory. No. Let's go for into... a B plus. I I'm also going to straight B. I uh, think it's a really good film. I mean, it's solid. It's not my favorite Hitchcock movie, and I just think it's more of a matter of taste and preference. Like, I I wouldn't go out of my way to watch this again. Um, but it's fun, nice to revisit. I don't think I've seen it for years. I think I saw it as mm-hmm. a, a really small kid, like a really short two centimeters tall kid. Did your dad show it to you, but didn't take you away before the thing? You had to peck your eyes out. No, he pecked them out. <laughs> Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> They've been pecked out. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, go on, Andy. Yeah, I'm going to join you, Luke, on a B, I think. I enjoyed this going back, and at first, I think the silliness of the noise and the birds and the way that there's not really any bird attacks for, like, half the first half of the movie. It's like a good 40 minutes in there before she's done the prank at the beginning. But actually, I was more invested in those characters than I thought I was going to be. And as I went through watching it, I could see those strings and see where it had connected to other films that are vastly different in their delivery and their themes. 
but there's yeah. some great technique here and there's some really really good storytelling but it's not us being dickheads about it like it's it's there's some really interesting things about this and actually for a film of its age some impressive ways that they did things i know they probably did it by just being cruel to birds but it's made now so that's what it is um yeah and i think there's some things of value to, to take from this so i'm glad we came back and watched it so yeah that is why i'm going to give it a b b cool. b b for voids <laughs> the voids next uh week are we on are we on a new month yet it's a new it's month a, okay. next yeah. month um are we gonna should we just say some of the things we're considering? Maybe most of these will happen, but maybe not all. Who knows? Well, we said see, troll see how the sands already. fall. So yeah, troll hunters yeah. on a maybe dash cam. Dash cam is meant to get a wider cinema release. So if you I think it's coming out on demand at the same time, so you guys should have opportunity to watch it. Cool. I might if it's on demand, I might need to watch it again. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. I think uh Alex Garland's men will be out as well. So there's a few new releases next month. Um, Black phone out as well. Black phone as, as well. well, yeah. So I'm not sure what order whether we do men or dash cam first. I think depends on when we can see him. Yeah, yeah. We'll see which one we can see. Well, we'll we'll put out the scheduling. So uh, yeah. probably big, in the next next week. It's going to so. be a, a big month for us for new releases then, and then Troll Hunter just a little bit of icing on the cake, some found footage loveliness. Yeah, very nice. I love that film. I'm looking forward to watching mm. it again. Definitely. Cool. So, thanks for listening. Um, if you become a patron, you can get access to uh, bonus content and heaps of free stuff at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Uh, by the way, we have a new Twitter uh, thing, profile, yes. just a horror hangout. I uh, do the, indeed. There'll so... be a link in the show notes, but it's yep. horror at horror underscore horror. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> And he said podcast oh, twice at the beginning as well. We didn't mention yeah, it. Yeah, we just we just let it slide that time. <laughs> you say you so you're saying in the intro that I say podcast twice. That this time this, you, this time you did it on purpose, right? It, I do it every time on purpose. Like it's I used read from a template. So I think you know. guys are just hearing <laughs> it. Different. That. We'd not yeah, heard maybe, it until last week. Yeah, the last two hundred episodes. What's going on? I, 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 I don't know. Maybe maybe I've been blank not saying it. But anyway, oh, I, I guess the, the Twitter is it's got some underscores in there because it's got horror underscore horror underscore hangout hangout podcast underscore. What actually is it? <laughs> it um it's at horror underscore hangout underscore. Unfortunately, That's like a password. Yeah, unfortunately, I tried horror. We tried horror hangout, horror hangout pod, horror hangout podcast, horror underscore hangout. All taken. Who on earth is doing it out there? Have you got 230? <laughs> have you got but not releasing 230 episodes? Come on. Give us it. Yeah, fuming. If you there go to Twitter and search for Horror Hangout. You might it. find it. It's the, first, find it. it's the first one that comes up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Just search Horror Hangout. You horror got Hangout it. official. That's us. But we yeah. will stick it in the show notes as well. Why not? Cool. Follow us there. I don't think you guys have done your own Twitters for a little while, right? Why not? We're talking Twitters and we're saying at might as well throw those out as well. Oh my god. Well yeah. your Andy is at Andy CT writes. I am. Ben is at Ben underscore Errington. He loves an mm-hmm. underscore, does Ben underscore Errington? I'm all over the underscore. The most it's the best one. I don't like a dash. 
No, and not Dash Sherrington. No, no, no. You do a Dash people think that people think that was a middle name. Yeah, exactly. Dash, <laughs> Dash Rendar, uh, <laughs> and I'm uh, Luke of Condor. With a K. With a K. Yeah. So find yeah. us there, but that's not the only place you can find us. Hang on a sec. I'm getting confused here. <laughs> patrons, we've got patrons: Lane Spencer, John Crennan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Toby Miller, Laura Kendrick, Scott Rugby, Ollie Child, Julia Bilgren, Leslie Carlo, and Pazuzu. Thank you very Pazuzu. much. Thanks, Thanks guys. You sound Thank like you. a droid. Pazuzu. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Just yeah. um, released a bonus a bonus episode. Uh, chatting to Janine Pipe, the writer of Sausages, The Making of Dog Soldiers, um, which was which was nice. Lot lots of interesting tidbits from the cast and crew, as well as some uh, cinematic legends. Joe Dante and John Landis were mentioned, uh, name dropped. But you know, I like a good name drop when it's those sort of guys. Good, and we've got bonus content for days right now. Also, I recorded today on day of recording. Uh, a little interview with the program director from the Dead Film Festival that we talked about a few weeks ago. So Michael Cool, actual real name, excellent last name. Um, yeah, the cool program guy. director there talking about putting together a horror film festival, talking about where whether you're a Scotland-based horror fan or actually wherever you are, um, they have remote things as well that's going on. So check us out for that as well. And more sweet bonus content coming for all you Patreon folks. So come find us on there too. Wow. So much content to consume. I have no time for Obi-Wan at this rate. No, you've got to catch up with Horror Hangout first. So it works. Nice one. I think that's everything, right? Just about. I think so. Just about. We're on other platforms too. Like, you're on a platform, look for Horror Hangout. If it's not us, bully them off it. Get us on there. Yeah. I just thought, I think if we do the next episode, I'll have a Kickstarter running. So I'll talk about it then. Oh my god, <laughs> it's all happening. We intend to do the next episode, so we should do it, and then we'll do we'll do like half an hour at the end of the show for uh, promo and you know any other business. <laughs> we're whacking uh... together. I tell you what, now even though we're not talking about it directly, if you're still listening at this point, Luke's got a Kickstart coming up. It's going to be dead good. Get your mitts on it. Get your mitts or wings on it. Yeah, if you're a bird, beak it, beak it up, <laughs> beak it up. Type. Take someone's credit card with your bird, with your bird, like little little nose, little nose mouth combo beak. Don't use your own card. Steal a card. Type it in with your nose, yeah. like one of those little birds, like tapping away like a bird pecks. And then you could like uh, tap it in there. Get yourself a lovely book. That's how I wrote that book. So it's fitting. <laughs> Just with nice. your nose, one letter at a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's only two pages long. <laughs> 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 it doesn't make any sense not even real words you can't yeah. write a book with your nose that's what I found out <laughs> what else what, what else we got what's at the end uh, uh, thanks, thanks for listening, listening. <laughs> yeah uh, oh, ta- you've, got to, you've got to thank yeah you've got to thank Taj for the music thanks Taj for music and little audio clip and uh, thanks to my co-host Ben and Andy for being right horror dudes. Oh yeah, thank you Luke for being a right horror dude. I hope the Best. music is that wibbly wobbly song that the kids sing. <laughs> wibbly wobbly woo. Should we right. get some t-shirts that say right horror dude or something? I'm yeah. a right horror dude. 
Absolute right so. horror dude. I think Absolute so. But right we want to be we want to be inclusive. So let's get right horror dude. Dude can be inclusive. Dude's generally gender neutral now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I think I thought that I thought guys was my book. Like a big email went out to all staff. Hi guys. It didn't go down very well. So um, maybe it's not. I is it not don't inclusive? Send, just don't send that email again. Oh, was it not you? <laughs> I feel like guys can be like just like, don't again, say. I guess you get to decide whether it's gender neutral or not. For me, I would assume if someone wrote to me and said guys, I'd be like I don't care. But if yeah. other people are worried about it, maybe I shouldn't. Just yeah. don't say peeps because everyone no, hates not peeps. Hi, yeah. peeps. Because right. to avoid these situations, I am now from this day forward going to start all my emails with "oi you." Hi, fuckers. Yeah. Oi you. Oi. There we go. Okay. Right. Okay. For let's now, though, we've done it. Right. Let's go. Watch out for the birds, everyone. Yep. Uh, and see you. Uh, see you next time. See you next week. Toodle Bye pit. for now, everyone. Ta-ta. Bye. Cheerio. Right. Ta-ta. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.